what is going on, everybody? What's up, motherfuckers? How are you doing tonight? It's Xbox Ultimate Podcast. Uh, episode number 168. Yes. Man. Um, it's been a lot of salt the last day or so in more ways than one. We got rumor salt and we got tear salt. We got both kinds of salt. Uh, depends on what you prefer, but we're going to talk about both. We're going to talk about the rumor salt. We're going to talk about the tear salt today. We, are we turning this into a Sony show tonight? It, it's going to, I mean, what, I, here's the thing. I want to flip that shit, right? I want to flip it. The tear salt. Flip it. Yeah, we're going to flip it, it. Rub it down. Yeah, we're going to flip that oh, shit. Oh, no. We'll flip the script. And remember everybody <laughs> talking shit about Xbox games for so Fuzzy long and all these shit. things, right? Like, you know, you got the factions now canceled that Sony can't even figure out how to do a damn games as a service, right? So it's time <laughs> to celebrate all of Xboxes. Xbox gives the gas, guys. Uh, you know, not every game needs to be like that, right? But uh, they got some successful ones, and we're going to kind of talk about Something that's been a little bit underappreciated from the Microsoft and uh, Xbox side for a while. Uh, because guess what? I guess I guess this shit, shit ain't easy, huh? I guess it ain't as easy as as they thought it was. Um, but you know what? Uh, it's, yeah, it's strange. I guess you have to hire and grow studios. and you know, Or just fucking at least put one out and try. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. too. You know, can do that. Um, but, you know, also, start. we got the whole... You know, we had a show last night, Pong, talking about the... You know, the um, whole, is Gen 10 coming early? Is Are we getting uh, Xboxes and stuff coming sooner than we think? And there's the other salt, you know, there's a big truck of salt there for rumor mill stuff. But at, at the end of the day, like, it's still more people keep coming out, you know, with this saying that they've been kind of hearing something or that they, you know, that, that it, they believe it could be 2026 could be the year where, uh, Xbox goes ahead and steps into the next gen, so it's only three years away, guys. Is that we're, that would mean we're halfway through the through the cycle. Should be pretty I mean, damn. Crazy. I think we'll find out next year when uh, the slim or whatever comes out for the Series X, because the rumors are they got rid of that too. So if yeah. the, we don't see true. that, then we know it's true. Right. True. Um. Well, how are you doing, Jasper? You doing good? Uh, I'm tired. Been traveling all day. Been home about two and a half hours. Played uh, the finals for a bit and. That's what I've been doing today. So, right on. <laughs> Having fun with the finals still. Yeah, yeah. I I played with you and Kate, and you know, I I think I was doing okay. But then we had the one game where the guy was arming the thing at the end, or you know, cashing in oh, and, or yeah. stealing and it or whatever. And I didn't see him. He's right in front of my face. And <laughs> then the game ended. I could, you know, we could have won, but we didn't. It's my fault. Um. Oh well. How you doing, Fuzz? I'm doing great. Glad to be here with you guys. Uh, just been looking at, you know, X or Twitter or whatever you want to call it and seeing a lot of deflecting and denial and crying and salt and just a mixture of everything. And it's uh, Team Blue that just, I don't know. I don't know what's uh, what's going on over there, but uh, this is an Xbox show, so I'll, we'll talk oh, mainly about Xbox it. stuff, but glad to be here with you guys. Can't wait to get into this stuff. Yeah, right on, man. I appreciate you being here as well, Fuzz. Uh, Psycho is going to be joining, I think, a little bit later in the show. Um, he's he's closing tonight, so we'll see him soon. Uh, but Pong Soul, what's up, dude? We had a almost four hour show last night. We did. And we did. Uh, man. It was our first PM in the PM in a while. 
And yeah, man, it was crazy. A fun show last night, dude. But uh, we got more to talk about. How are you doing? We do. Um, it is Friday. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's just me, but there is a slight energy shift happening right now. We had this kind of happen around acquisition season time. You remember that, Mav? Yeah. Where there was kind of a feeling in the air. Um, that was going around um some people you know before the whole abk was announced or anything like that told everybody to shut up and stop talking about now you know acquisition possibilities but we kept doing that right but there were we had talked about it at that time that there was this energy shift there was this weird energy yeah. kind of movement going on there's another one of those going on and maybe some of you are too uh practical to to believe in the whole energy and and woo woo stuff and all that kind of thing i'm not uh i believe in all that kind of stuff so maybe it's because I'm, you know, so invested in all this stuff and I, I'm in this community for so long um, or and I'm read so much. You can, um, can kind of see can. The, the pulse. You can see it. Yeah, you can yeah. see it because, again, that's one thing that X does give you, whatever your interests are uh, and why you're on X. When you get a, a huge it's not it's in the over grand scheme, overall grand scheme of things, it's it's certainly no my majority of the world population, but you get so many people on here from all over the place. It is kind of a hive mind that can be read from time to time. It can kind of give you a look into uh, what's going on. And what I noticed here this week is sure, um, there's been plenty of the circus that did what we knew they would do, which would say, oh, good. I never wanted a multiplayer game from from Naughty Dog anyway, so just go back to making your single-player games. So this is great. This is fantastic. Nothing's wrong. This was the best move they could have ever done. We knew that was going to happen, but there is some cracks showing in the armor right now. And again, I don't want to turn this into a Sony show because it is an Xbox show, but it, it is interesting to watch because obviously Xbox's cracks in their armor have been shown for a long time, um, and people have, you know, continued to twist blades in there even when we've said those cracks are no longer there people have tried to say that they are um but we're starting to see some real big cracks in the armor of sony um and yes they're still selling amazingly well their consoles but that's the majority of what i'm seeing right now is people oh we're still number one look at those console sales what do you guys got to say about that you guys are still third place over there at xbox what are you guys what are you guys talking about there's nothing going on over here we're still number one we're still number one and I've also seen parts of the, the clown show actually break rank. You can actually start questioning what the hell's going on over there for once. And what the fuck are they doing? And why aren't we getting the things that we are being promised? And why are we getting so many remasters and remakes? And why is things taking so long to come out? Where's the roadmap? Well, we're seeing more and more people break ranks now. That's a slight shift. Again, they come out with the hopes and dreams kind of scenario come yeah. january or february it'll probably all go away again because they'll all be happy but right now it is a little bit different out there and the xbox side we just had some big ass announcements right we we got blade announced right we've we've got all this energy around as you were talking about map potentially them launching next gen early and coming out the gate swinging we got a lot of positivity going on we had starfield this year we had motorsport this year and I think there's something else in the background. And I, I, I think that we're going to get some big news come early 2024. I just have this energy feeling right now. Let's call it what it is. Um, woo woo, guessing, you know, 
flat out just whatever speculating um but i i feel it and it's been kind of fun man it's been kind of fun and we talked we had good conversations last night about some of it we're going to do some more tonight can't wait to hear jasper and fuzzy and hopefully psycho too and get their thoughts on this stuff but man it's fun time right now and um so yeah that's it otherwise i've been grazing like i said last night mav back to grazing again a lot um i did forget to bring up a game to you last night by the way mav Mm mm-hmm Totally forgot that I touched it. Um, and Cycle should download this too. And 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 both Fuzzy and Jasper, obviously, if you guys want to try a turn-based game, an indie turn-based game, a smaller game, I should say. Um, but you guys should all check it out. There's a demo right now on Xbox for it. Um, so you can download it and try it out. And it's King Arthur's uh Knight's Tale. Go check this game out. This is game it just is a demo? Yeah, it's just a demo. It's just uh, the demo's out right now, so you can try it out first. I think you can purchase it. It's on Steam, too. It's been on Steam for a while, so but it is on Xbox. Go check this freaking game out. Turn-based strategy game based around, of course, King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. Dark, though, dark. Fully voice-acted, which is crazy for a smaller game. Really well done so far from what I've played. Oh, this Some really cool stuff in it. Expecting. Yeah, King Arthur's Knight's Tale. Go check that out. Demo. Um, that's uh, that's one I forgot to bring up last night, Mavin. Part of my grazing, but uh, yeah, go check that out. Otherwise, I'm ready to get down to business, Mav. I'm ready to talk some of this stuff because there is a lot of a lot of good things happening right now that we can talk about. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I appreciate you being here, uh, chat as well. Um, thanks for all the support on all the shows and everything. Uh, if you do like the content on the channel, hit the like button, share it out, sub to the channel, notification bell, all that kind of cool stuff. I uh, appreciate you. Uh, Adidas twenty zero hit us with a very generous ten dollars super chat. Says ponies don't understand. Microsoft did not get rich making hardware. The software giant flexing its software power on Xbox. Also, Sega uh, trademark Altered Beast and Eternal Champions. Yeah, we talked about yes. some of those last night too. And um, Sega's coming Al- back, Altered baby. Beast, let's baby, go. Or, you know, Eternal Champions. Let's go with that too. You know, um, yes. a lot of awesomeness going on there so uh but yeah i kind of wanted to get into this first you know uh with i saw some i can't even remember the person who posted this but it's like they mentioned three for three specifically uh after factions was canceled saying like you know maybe they deserve a little bit more credit than people have been giving them for um and you know it's stuff we've kind of talked about in the past with the the immense expectations that people have of a game like halo right it's just absolutely insane the expectations have i mean they have to deliver on a great campaign they have to deliver on a fully fleshed out multiplayer mode uh they have to have co-op in it you know they got to have the whole all the bells and whistles and they have to please every one of those kinds of gamers that look forward to a game like that right then you know co-op was delayed right Forge was delayed. Oh, Forge mode also, like the, all that stuff. Forge was delayed. Man, they got so much shit, right? They they did. They got so much shit. And then for the first couple seasons, slow out the gates, and we were hard on them on that too, right? Because like, how how are you going to launch a live service game and not have your, you know, your like content planned out, right? Um, and then it was like, in hindsight, maybe they should have had delayed it a little bit more to while well, they got their content pipeline. But since then, since season three, I mean, they've just been on a regular, amazing pipeline of content. The game keeps getting better and better and better. Uh, great changes, great stuff. The, the playlist for modes is like huge now. 
um, new maps uh, frequently, and they just on this great cadence. Um, and you know why? It's because they didn't fucking give up. They didn't back down. You know, they had some changes. Like, Microsoft was like, hey, you know, we can't kind of have this stuff, right? They, they had some layoffs. They had some changes. Bonnie Ross is out, right? They, 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 the expectations are so high, you can't have this kind of stuff go on, right? Still even with Halo. But look at it where it's at. And then they didn't, again, they didn't give up. They didn't buckle down. They didn't, they didn't back out. They were like, hey, no, we're just still going to make a great fucking game. And they just kept at it no matter of how much scrutiny they had, no matter how much people were trying to shit on them, saying the game's dead and all this kind of stuff. But it's fucking thriving now. It is. Like, it is super popular. It has a great thriving community. People get excited for the updates. Um, seeing more and more different people playing it all the time. And uh, it's in a great fucking place. And it's because they didn't quit. They understood the task at hand in the long run, right? You look at other examples. Grounded. Started by a small team. Hey, start small, get big, right? Started as a, in a little games preview game, Grounded. Started into this little passion project. Turns into a live service monster now. Sea of Thieves. Hey, Rocky Start, right? Rocky Start didn't have quite as much content as people hoped for when the game launched. Look at it now. Completely fucking different kind of game. Uh, Launching new content still frequently years later and still getting more and more popular. Um, Then you add in what they get with Diablo now with Call of Duty Warzone, right? Um, all of these games. Um, hey, For- Forza Horizon, you can count that in there. Even fucking Age of Empires. Age of Empires. This saw a thing where this latest expansion was the highest selling expansion ever for Age of Empires. You know why? Because it's also on console. Amazing stuff coming from, uh, you know, Xbox, who people say they, you know, they got no good games, you know. You know what they got? They got games fucking people play. They got games people actually fucking play. And they keep playing. And they keep playing. And they come back and they play again. Years. For years. People keep playing these games. Sony can't even get one fucking game like that out. Can't even get one. You waste years of dev time on factions because you had grand aspirations, but you didn't have a clue what the hell to do. And they gave up. They gave up on a mode. You remember, you remember that this mode was originally was promised as a part of last of us. Part two. Last of us. Part two was supposed to include this mode. Oh, then it's delayed, you know, delayed much like the co-op mode from three, four, three. Wasn't it on the back of the box? I believe it was, man. It was in their marketing. I remember them talking about factions is coming back with Last of Us Part 2. Remember how much shit we gave 343 for co-op and Forge and all that stuff not being ready at launch? Did they drop co-op and did they drop Forge? Yes, they did. They didn't do split screen. They didn't do a split screen. <laughs> However, they dropped the fucking co-op and they dropped Forge, right? Last of Us, pro- Naughty Dog had promised, Sony had promised that that game was going to have uh, multiplayer, it's going to have factions. They're bringing it back. Then, fast forward, oh, hey, this game's gone beyond scale of what we thought we could uh, ever do, so now it's going to launch separately as its own free-to-play live service experience. Like, okay, cool, here's a piece of concept art. 
a year after the game came out. Here's a piece of concept art. Okay? A year later now. Canceled. Canceled. Where's the, where is the same level of grief for a fucking mode that didn't even lo- come out ever? They, they fucking gave up. They canceled. They didn't give uh, gamers what they promised. Where is the same level of grief for Halo like, that Halo got for not having co-op or Forge at launch, right? And, and the grief for that was 10 times stronger than what happens today with factions now you can say expectations and all that stuff but that's the level of pressure that they have on them and that is exactly my point here if you look at the contrast there is so much more pressure on these xbox developers to deliver so much fucking more and now everybody's just happy that they gave up everybody's happy that naughty dog gave up oh good they can't they're not capable let them fucking move on they're not big enough. Sony's not willing to invest. I think that's partially due to the way the Xbox and PlayStation community is. Like, Xbox community is open. PlayStation community, who the fuck you talk to? Like, you can't you can't talk to Jim Ryan. He's not going to see your shit. Like, so. Naughty Dog themselves turned off <laughs> comments on the announcement. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, real. How, how cowardly <laughs> can you fucking get? Again, how cowardly can you get? Not even, like, as much as we talk to the, you know, Xbox side of things, and as much as when we've had criticism, uh, they're out here in the public sphere, they're in here in the community, and people tag them constantly and talk to them. And Naughty Dog, for the first time, is facing legitimate criticism outside of The Last of Us Remaster, which they did get some for that as well because it was such a shitty port. But they they opened themselves up to legitimate criticism for breaking a promise to the community for going against everything that they said that they were doing. And the first thing they do is make the post confirming the cancellation and shut off the comments so nobody can say shit to them. Cowardly. You're, you you guys are all cowards. You, you shouldn't even be online if that's how you're going to take things. You guys need to hear the music, okay? That's how you learn and you fucking grow. And you need to take that in and understand what you've done to some of your fan base out here who were really looking forward to it. And on top of that, yeah, you're going to get some nasty shit. Of course you are. It's the internet. You're also going to get some people that come and defend you, too. That's mm-hmm. how it also works. But to turn off the comments, just straight up cowards. Again, Neil Drunkman and the rest of that crew, I've, you know, I've lost all respect for that dev team. There's been a bunch of stuff that's been buried through the years where they had similar issues to other studios with crunch and with uh, not such a good atmosphere. They lost talent, a lot of talent during some of the uh, development of The Last of Us 2. That all was brushed underneath the rug because they were beloved, because they're one of the golden children out here in the dev community. And Neil Drunkman is beloved. And, oh, he can't do anything wrong, and we're just going to cover for him. And I'm talking about the media, and I'm talking about the big personalities. So a lot of that was covered up. But, man, I've lost so much respect for that studio. Again, you want to play in the big boy waters? You want to be considered one of the best of all time, which people were crowning you, right? 
and sure, rightfully so in a lot of different ways, then you got to take the heat too. That's part of being king is taking the heat as well. But it falls in line with Sony's overall philosophy as well. They don't like to take the heat either. Sorry. I just where, where, where's the, right where's their executives like sitting in front of like right. a panel of interviewers and having to stand up there and being like, yeah, we fucked up on this one. Yeah, this happened. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, how many times have we seen Phil do that now? Like when shit went bad or when Halo yeah. or when Halo had those, sure. when Halo had you those. Can't, you can't, journalists can't ask those questions on live streams. <laughs> they, they can only praise it. They'd be like, oh, the last of us two remaster remake part two is coming out. Um, that's so great i can't wait to give it a 10 <laughs> right <laughs> or like, just remember how playstation didn't really take a uh they didn't even apologize until the japanese government made them apologize for the hack years ago so it's yeah. it's in their nature i mean i respect fantastic more than i do naughty dog at this point <laughs> and they're not like, even real <laughs> it would have been, yeah, been like it would have been better had neil Druckmann come out and go shit happens shit guys happens. Yeah. <laughs> i mean he might as well at this point i mean he he teased the fans with concept art and talking about oh we're working on stuff we got stuff coming yeah it's canceled like you had fucking Troy Baker come out and give a ten minute podcast at fucking whatever summer games fest for it is like yeah um yeah, it it's just a bad look at this point and and at, the PlayStation crowd that's calling them out good on you guys the ones that are defending them and and the the media in general the gaming media like. I remember how many stories were written about Scalebound, mm-hmm. and that was—I mean, That's a let's call it what it was. Too. Yeah, I mean, there, it, was, it was published by Microsoft, but like, yeah, it was made by Platinum. And and a lot of people knew who the problem was. It yeah. wasn't on Xbox's side. Like, this is a first-party studio that's you know supposedly the cream of the crop over there, and they crapped the bed. Like, okay. Moving on, like they said, they had to choose between single player and multiplayer. They can't even do that because they've been doing remasters these past couple of years. So what? What are we even talking about? Like, yeah, it, it, I it's, mean, it's crazy. It, I would call it unacceptable that we're getting The Last of Us Part Two remaster before factions ever came out, and then you find out that it was canceled like now and we're still getting the remaster for the game that didn't even include the mode that this was Yeah, made but you get to for. you like, get to play free play so... guitar hero. Free play guitar hero mode, you know? Oh, That's cool. My god, it's like like what is going <laughs> fuck on, man? And and, the, and this wasn't a this is what, let's make this clear too. This wasn't a project that had just gotten started. No. Right? This is something that they put somewhere we don't know for sure how long. There's there's a couple different um comments you can go find that kind of give us a rough idea somewhere around five five years potentially maybe even a little bit i mean at least it's the fucking ps4 version correct i mean correct so so that this is a project that they put a lot of heart and soul into this was playable now we had devs come out today talking about on x about you know thanking each other for being on the team and all the hard work and in all that was a couple comments like, hey, had a great time playing this game with you. We really had something special here. Their own comments within their release that talked about the cancellation. They talked about that they really thought they had something great here. We saw the home screen or the, the home screenshot now or the title screenshot. Uh the home screenshot, I should say, not the title screen, but the home screenshot now has been leaked. This game was very far along. They invested a ton of resources into this game. They had something here. I 
again, why is there not articles being written like they were, which you guys just said, about other studios who have done this in the past? Why is it that they get away with this? And I haven't seen one article go, mismanagement? Mm-hmm. Is this Sony not having enough money? Because they gave the ammunition in the cancellation post that they put out. They said that they would struggle to be able to make a single-player game along with continuing to support a games as a service. How, again, as I said last night, did you just wake up after five or six years and go, holy shit, games as a service? This is going to take our entire team and we're not going to be able to do our single player experience. You you legitimately didn't plan this out. You didn't think about that logistically before you started making this game. Bullshit. So who really put the stop on this? Was it really Bungie? Or was it Naughty Dog telling Sony that they needed to hire basically double their size so that they could continue to work on single player games along with the games as a service style, Last of Us Online, Factions 2, whatever you want to call it. And Sony looked at them finally and said, We can't do that. Was it? I don't even know if it was that or like, was it just the fact that Sony knows that, like, if they just put out a multiplayer thing, there's probably going to be backlash because there'll be no story. Um, you, they may not be able to monetize it because they don't know how to. So it's like every way they look at it, it's going to be a negative for them. Well, the people are going to bitch because it's a game of the service. Five, six years. And, and second of all, then at that point, then Sony, if that is the case, then Sony higher ups. Again, I saw people trying to say today that this was not a Sony decision. We could tell by how it was talked about. This was Naughty Dog's decision that they that they kind of function autonomously from Sony, from PlayStation. I'm like, who the, what? <laughs> no, what? Wait, if the Bungie story is even half true, then that already defeats that. But the point being is, then you got to point fingers at yourself in the mirror, and then it is mismanagement because your community never asked you for this game as a service. They asked you to take Factions 1, make it a little bit bigger, make it a little bit better, and just bring it out as a classic multiplayer style that, game. But more. Right, right, that but more. <laughs> that, that's so, that's my point here, Pong. Too, it's like, yeah. I think this is getting way overlooked, and the, the the fact because people are accepting what the new reality was as this being a standalone free to play game, but this that was people accepted that because they were going for a grander scope, and it was still going to be free, right? So it was like, okay, well, we're not. It's going to be even better. We're it's going to be free. We're not going to really have to pay for it. But originally, people are not really thinking about that this was supposed and was promised to be included in the game in the first place, it, to be included as a part of Last of Us Part Two. It was delayed past launch. They said it was coming later. And then things right. changed. They scoped up. They scaled up. Did this. They did so all how- of this stuff. Why can't they? Why I don't understand. Here's what they should have done when they realized that the holy shit moment where we're not going to be able to keep this thing going for like a long successful live service game tone it down to be just a playable good factions multiplayer i don't even even understand that argument because like once you put the fucking game out you don't have to have the whole dev team make the fucking thing it's already made just make skins every couple months that's like five people's jobs (laughs) right 
that, like, that's I, what I, I that's what I'm saying though. I mean, it's like it, it, here's the thing: if they wanted to have a hugely successful live service game, that's a different animal. That's that's more than like five people, right? Like you got like all of Bungie making Destiny stuff for so long, right? But like if you have well, that's because they don't want to make a fucking game. <laughs> but if you have <laughs> just released like like you all said, like was promised in the beginning, just another version of factions, right? That's why they are erasing the word factions off of their thing, the last of us online experience, because they're trying to separate it from the factions mode that was promised to be with last of us part two. So now they're calling the last of us online multiplayer experience, right? The last of us online multiplayer thing. This was supposed to be factions that was included with the last of us part two. And they did not deliver on that. That they, that was a promise mode that was supposed to come with the game that they have now since abandoned, Right. And they've gotten away with it now because they changed it into something else. And now that was canceled. Right? And why was that decision made, Matt? Exactly. Because I saw people trying to say Sony had nothing to do with this, that Naughty Dog was doing all this. But why was it originally planned as an actual Factions 2? Just taking Factions 1 and giving their players more of it. It just got a little bit delayed, but they were going to bring it out. And then the next thing we know, they're talking about, oh, this is growing beyond scope. That all happened around basically the same time that we now know internally, Jim was telling his studios and Herman Holst were telling their studios, guess what, guys? We need some games as a service. We need some multiplayers that are going to give us some income, right? Some new income streams coming in. And all of a sudden... Naughty Dog seems to be one of the first first parties that said, well, we're already working on factions too. We'll just turn that into much, something much bigger. But people out here are trying to wave that away and said, no, that's not how it went down. Well, bullshit, yeah. it didn't. I, th- so I, think they, again, I think you're right on, Pong. I think they probably, yeah. they had it where they could have put factions yeah. two out, but then they got called as like, well, we got to make it a game as a service. So there's like, well, we'll just fucking delay it and make it its own fucking thing. And then it went into development hell. Right. So I think right. you're spot on with yeah. what happened. It's it's crazy to me though we don't have a you know Schreier Schreier did articles on Naughty Dog he was one of the ones that actually did air some dirty laundry on Naughty Dog it's hard to find those articles now for some reason but you can they're they're out there somewhere but where's Schreier's reporting on this I mean he just posted an update today on his May twenty sixth you know post about it saying that it's been canceled why aren't we seeing these same articles why isn't there more again the list. I, I saw PostUp put a list of some of the stuff that's happened internally at Sony uh, over the pa- course of the past year. That's an incredible list. Again, we all called out, criticized, talked about Xbox's problems. As a community, we did that. There was people out here saying we shouldn't be because that's wrong and you guys, you're not real Xbox fans, blah, blah, blah. But we still did it. But why can p- that list is a legitimate list? They have now canceled between four and six of those 10 to 12 planned games as a service already before even launching them. That is a freaking problem, man. That is a huge problem on top of the Bonnie stuff, right? On top of all this, all the people leaving on top of everything they've had going on with the Bungie situation. But the articles aren't out here. They they posted articles today about this. IGN posted an article, Naughty Dog you know, cancellation, but no questions in there. No deep dives. No asking the big questions about really, really, what does all this mean right now? And again, for, for peer gamers, you guys all say, who the fuck cares? Whatever. I, I just want games. That's cool. Again, but when we talk about these bigger issues and we talk about the business side of things and because we love that, 
there's nobody out here in the professional area that's really deep diving this stuff. So I want to see that first because there is something going on here. There's more to it. There's This isn't all just coincidence that there was this big major shift within Sony. And we all talked about it when it started happening. We said, hey, you got to do what you got to do. We understand you guys are behind. Times are changing. Future's coming. Whether you like it or not, can't live off the past. Can't live off your single player. As Jim talked about openly, you can't do that. So you got to go do something. Got to get a little desperate here. We talked about that many times on all the different shows. But something major happened internally, whether it was an internal war that happened and people lost out. Something happened. This stuff doesn't just happen to the number one selling console on the market. It almost seems like fucking Ubisoft and Sony flipped leaders. Kind of. Kind (laughs) of. I mean, we all understand the dangers and the risks of chasing the pot at the end of the rainbow. We've seen other companies do this. We talked about it specifically with Ubisoft, EA, all these companies that have done that in the past and how badly they failed. But Sony's desperate, so we got it, right? They have to do something. But again, do they have the balls to actually do this? Or are we finding out that because they have painted themselves into this corner, because they have created this narrative surrounding their ecosystem and their console as the premium experience being one way of things and third-party filling in all the other spaces, are we now seeing... The chickens come home to roost on that. By doing that, you now are scared. And I mean that literally. You are scared to put yourself out there in a new position because it feels like to you, if we put out a games as a service and that games as a service isn't highly rated, or if that game as a service doesn't live up to our premium experience, or if that games as a service is shunned by our core audience, What does that mean to our company? What does that mean to our name? Do we start getting looked at a little bit differently if we start putting out these games? I think they are legitimately scared to go into this field. And I I don't know what they're going to do to get out of it. They're going to hope one of their second or third parties come through. They just wasted a bunch of years. Right. Right, They did. Obviously, they wasted Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog had another game out right now. They yeah, legitimately could remake them in there. Right, but they could have legitimately had one of their IPs because they said they're working on two. They could have legitimately had one of those had they had all those resources that they put into this thing for the past five, six, seven, whatever many years it's been. They could have legitimately had a game out, maybe coming at maybe last year, you know, this year, or maybe you know, early next year. Now they don't. It's, it's a big problem. It's a big question. I'd like to see some people asking that yeah. actually have connections to it's, get us some answers. It's kind of like they want to go the full Apple route, but they're afraid to take the final step and just just be like, "Fuck our consumers over." We like we got to have some decency, and it was like, I don't know. Well, like, that's why their yeah. subscription service still sucks so much, man. I mean, like, too, like it's it's more than just like they're they were afraid to give too much value for the dollar. I think like they really like ha- want to maximize the profit on every development hour that's spent it seems like or every you know every studio when they're making these games it's got to be a 20 million seller it's got to be a 90 something on meta right it's got to be all these things and you know they they haven't really been delivering on a lot of that this this past uh 10 i would say like five years or so i you know mm-hmm. I, um and you know the, they know that they got to do more than that but 
their it's also their identity. So it's like they're I, I kind of feel like they're afraid, and it it makes you like the whole point of this for me is like showing like micro you know for the flaws and some of the things that Microsoft has had with some of these games, right? Like. To, to sit there and, and still work on them, update them. Like how we were playing like games last week or the week before there was like three or four games. that got like major updates, like all in the same fucking day. You know what I mean? Like, and they keep doing this and keep doing it and keep doing it. And they will for years to come on these games. And that's the expectation that we have. It's a, it's a whole nother level of expectation that Xbox fans have of Xbox then PlayStation fans have a PlayStation. Like PlayStation fans, like expect, okay, uh, give me two like AAA ninety bangers a year, and I'm good, right? And then like, well, that's all we need, right? That's fine. Uh, Xbox fans expect, okay, you got to have multiplayer, you got to have co-op, you got to have single player, you got to have updates, you got to have free upgrades, you got to have games day one and Game Pass, you got to have, I mean, like. It's on. It's on another fucking level, right? And it's. I think it's honestly something Sony's just really incapable of. Like, what? What sounds simpler to manage all of that shit? Make a two hundred dollar shitty screen controller thing. <laughs> to to. But to, seriously, to 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 have all these studios that are constantly updating all these fucking games, right? To to still make new games. To to have a subscription service that actually gives you value. Right and all these different things with frequent updates and all this stuff. What sounds simpler? Having rolling the dice and you know single player fifteen to twenty hour games and really trying to just maximize the focus on those kind of things and really only be able to get out a couple uh, a year, sometimes like only one, like this year, right? Or or do all the fucking things that Microsoft is doing in the gaming space. You know what I mean? Like the the game like Halo Infinite, for me, and everything that's involved seems way more fucking of an investment than something like Last of Us, right? Now you can look you can look at the achievement of that experience, the isolated experience, and appreciate it for what it is. Then it's but done. It wasn't a banger. There was problems. <laughs> but then it's done, right? The Halo continues, you know? Sea of Thieves continues. Like, all these these games that Microsoft are making continue. Now, not like Hellblade 2, you know, maybe that will be, like, that kind of experience, right? But even Starfield, right? Even Starfield, which is a single-player game, is still more of a game that continues with updates and all these kind of things that we're going to be getting over time. It is a different animal, a different beast that Microsoft has and I don't know, I don't really think they get the credit they deserve for the amount of work that goes into maintaining and updating these games over the long haul, as opposed to just releasing one-off experiences that, you know, were cool for a short time and then move on, you know? You you, you named so a lot of good ones. Of- you named a lot of, real quick, Fuzz. You named a lot of good ones. Sorry, Fuzz, I know I've been dominating. I'll let you talk, brother. I just, I got a lot of thought. But I'll name I'll name another one that proves this beyond a doubt. Because I will challenge anybody out there on this. State of Decay 2. Name me one other big publisher. Sony, Tendo, EA, Ubisoft. That would have had a studio like Undead Labs underneath them. Have a game like 
that come out in the way that it did when it launched. Name me one other big publisher who would have had that studio continue to work on that game is Fortnite for 35 updates. Right. They changed Fortnite from what it originally was. It was a piece of shit. (laughs) Right, right, right. But they changed it. They found Battle Royale. The rest is history. But I'm saying an unproven studio like Undead Labs, we saw how quick Sony pulled the plug on Days Gone, right? We saw how quick they pulled the plug on that entire studio and said, no, you're not making a sequel. In fact, you're going to be a support studio now. They supposedly are working on a new IP. They finally convinced Sony to let them do that, but they won't let them go back to Days Gone. But State of Decay 2 has been supported since, what, 20... When did it come out? 2018? 2016? Oh what is it? 20, yeah. 35 updates. They are now working on their next big State of Decay 3, A, taking a huge leap, growing that studio, and they're still putting out updates to State of Decay 2. And it's not like State of Decay 2 is some big, giant moneymaker, but it's an engagement hog for the people who don't do jump into that game. There is no other publisher other than Xbox who would do that for a studio like Undead Labs and for a game like State of Decay 2. It proves beyond a shadow of a doubt to me on top of all the other great games that Mav listed off that we've seen come to success with not so great starts or smaller starts, that Xbox understands this better than anybody else right now. They understand games as a service, and they just added a bunch of studios who happen to make some of the biggest games as a service games in history. They are primed for this position in the industry, whereas Sony has zero clue and they are scared to do any little bit of it to even, again, they will only dip. They won't jump in. They won't jump in at all. That says it all right now. Uh, Microsoft and Xbox have been doing this for a long time. Sorry, Fuzz. Dominating again. The, the one thing I was going to say, do you think with uh, God of War being that um, given that free update, was that kind of like the cover to like, oh, shiny red ball to kind of take away from some of the the fallout that they knew that they would get for can- officially announcing the cancellation of factions too. It's it's just another inch of pushing up that boulder up that hill. That's all this I, I I think it's a sign that Sony's starting to understand they can't still keep doing what they've been doing, right? Mm-hmm. With the way that they've been charging for the updates because like they got away with it from the gains that were more of a jump from PS4 to PS5 and so or P- the or maybe even PS3 era and stuff, but like these games that just came out a couple of years ago, like I think they understand. Like if we keep doing this, we're gonna get so much shit. So I think that's a little bit of that. But I I don't think they did it because of the Last of Us thing. I I think if that was the case, so they would have had the Last of Us announcement thing. Then the next day they would have had the God of War announcement to silence mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Because like then everybody would be like, oh yeah, look, we are getting free content. We're getting cool content and stuff for free from play. So I think that would have made more sense PR wise or marketing wise in that regard. Um, usually you release bad news on a Friday or I mean on a, on a Monday, right. Or good news on a Monday, bad news on a Friday. Right. So, um, or was it the opposite? It's usually bad news on Friday. At least Xbox. Good news on Monday. Yeah. 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 Um, because of the weekend, you have the whole weekend and stuff. Right. I think Sony understands that they need engagement, and it, they're just trying to get it wherever they can right now. And so make everything a roguelike. <laughs> well, it's you know, whatever's the easiest way to turn that whatever game they have around without doing a fucking Last of Us factions 
six-year development well, cycle. Sp- speaking of, um, Epic announced uh, they're doing like a free game a day thing for a while for the holidays. Uh, yeah, they you, do that. If you get a Epic account, you can get uh, Destiny Legacy, Destiny Two Legacy Collection for free today on Epic Games on the Epic Game Store. So go to Epic Game Store. You get Destiny Two. You get like three three of the expansions, I think, for free. Right? Um, it maybe they're hoping for some more engagement in that regard. I, I don't know if they really wanted it. They'd do that on Steam, I guess. <laughs> but I'm sure they got some money from epic on that but uh you know it's it's interesting just to see the disparity there between the platforms like you know it kind of goes with identities of what these game consoles have always been like i think since xbox's and inception since xbox live launched like xbox has been the multiplayer machine right um, I've noticed that the the PlayStation ads recently, like usually you always see like the ads for like God of War stuff, but lately the ads have all been about the subscription service, PlayStation Plus, and extra and all that bullshit. Like, yeah, that's all the PlayStation ads I've been seeing recently. Yeah, uh, maybe they are trying to. I figure mean, out they how don't to... have any games out, but like... yeah, I mean they still give good free games for like PS Plus Essential, like for their like you know like the Xbox Live Gold freebies used to be. Like PlayStation Plus still does a decent job at that. Like. A uh, Lego 2K, a drive. Uh, what's it called? Lego Drive or whatever. Uh, yeah, 2K, 2K whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, I mean that's still an expensive game, and it's fairly new. And they they gave that as one of their free ones, and so they're still doing some things that pretty good with it. But like the rest of the service, like extra, it's like fucking horrible, man. Like there's if somebody dropped a uh, thing today um, on Twitter that had. The Xbox had 50 day one games on Game Pass this year. That's four per That's, month. Yeah, it's over four per month, bro. Just day one games. That's day not one. all games. Yeah, that's day just one. day one. That's is that even games. all of them? It may not be. Day it may one. Miss, day may one's, I think I it know. is. I think it is. Day one games, it is. It oh. sounds about right. Yeah. 50 fucking day one games. It's four yep. a month, bro. That obviously includes their first party, right? But sure. then you add that on top of all the updates and shit we get. Like, people keep playing these fucking games. Like, that's the that's the biggest difference. That's their biggest difference. Like, two years from now, see how many people are still playing Spider-Man 2. Right? Sure. Nobody. And that's fine. That's fine yeah, for those games. You know, I mean, you, you have... Yeah, exactly. Like... This is like Starfield. I think more people will be playing Starfield, however, but like at the end of the day, like though those kind of games, right? Single player games, like, yeah, that's what they're made for. But like if that's your entire like first party lineup, you know, then you're then maybe you're too dependent on third party. Right? Mm-hmm. Which was been what we talked about for for a long time. And, and you know, we we talked about like Xbox's ideas about investing in their own brands and their own IPs last generation and stuff. And they've done that with their with their games that are these games of service games, and they've built out these huge player bases. All while Xbox was struggling, all while Xbox is struggling, or the narrative is like Xbox is, uh, has no games, Xbox has all this. They're quietly building up massive player bases for these huge games as a service that they keep hitting on and being successful with that people still play to this day. Like it's it's crazy, man, and. 
the they I think they learned from Minecraft, you know? When they when they mm-hmm. bought Minecraft, they were like, Wow. And then they, you know, started doing other stuff. Remember when they started to, you know, the we're gonna have pay for servers and the or realms is what they called it, and they kept doing the add on content and you know, uh characters and, and all these different things and expansions and stuff and it's like they saw that his engagement kept growing and growing and like people still kept playing these games and I think they learned that even if something like maybe struggles at the gate or Sea of Thieves maybe taught them this. That if something struggles at the gate, you can still be a massive success. And there's other publishers that have had this too, like Bethesda before they were owned yeah. with Xbox had the same situation with Fallout 76, right? Uh, they consider that game a massive success now, right? But uh, at the time, you know, it was like, oh, you know, the rush launched rough. It's not even just them. Like, they could look at, like, No Man's Sky, for example. Like, that game was yeah. fucking shit on when it came one. out. And then Battlefield 2042 like, is another one from EA. It's, it's still having success. It's like, it's it's just crazy. When you, soft I mean, that's like, like that every EA game. A lot of, yeah. But you look at... <laughs> This play, you look at PlayStation side. The the only game that they have right now that I maybe could consider that like that is is GT Seven. Yeah. Uh, besides, but it you know, doesn't have monetized updates other than yeah. the microtransactions. Destiny's a weird thing because it just has its up and down cycles. But yeah, it's you know, GT Seven released that one good update recently that had some new modes and it had a new track and stuff. But it, that took them a long time. Yeah, to get that well, right, polyphony is slow, <laughs> right? And we were already on. Uh, I think Forza's next update with the second new track is already supposed to hit soon. Has there been a new first-party VR game from them since the thing fucking launched? No, other than uh, the Horizon, Call, uh, Call of the Mountain. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, but that was at launch, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, they had the GT7 VR mode too. That was at launch, I think. But like, I, I don't know. Have they chat? Do y'all know? Like, are they um, even I'm supporting sure. like anything? Not, not first party. No. I mean, there's tons of other third party deals that they have, but a lot of that stuff is also on Quest. So, um, they it it gave people that bought the VR one some hope that they were going to have more first party look into this, but it looks like. They realized that people weren't completely gaga over the climbing the mountain thing. So they were like, they probably said to everybody else, hey, just, just, you know, put this on the shelf for now. We're not, we don't need a Spider-Man VR mode, which it would have actually made more sense to have, you know, a Spider-Man VR mode. They had a oh Batman God, one. would be like a fucking vomit rush. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, to me... PlayStation has some easy gas-like things that they could do that's right in front of their face, That and it seems like they're going in the opposite direction. Like the whole Horizon thing, they're going with this mobile game kind of, you know, Battle Royale, different art style type of thing that looks like Fortnite, which I get it. Fortnite is the bar as far as success, as far as you know, microtransactions and, 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 you know, seasons and, and all of that extra money that you can make from that stuff. But they should have just done a monster hunter clone. Like that would have been the easiest one where you get the co-op engagement. You can get the, the, the actual, um, engagement or not engagement, but like the extra funding for seasons and things like that for, uh, outfits for out for, uh, uh, Aloy and, and all the other characters that you could use, have different unlocks for some of the um, 
you know, weaponry that you use or some of the status effects that are seasonal based or something like that. Like they could have followed kind of like what Diablo does for, for some of their uh, seasonal stuff into like a Monster Hunter type of clone using the, the realistic graphics of, you know, Horizon. That that would have been the easy, easy hit for them. Um, I know from, you know, looking at Marvel or the Avengers thing that didn't go so well, but I, I think Sony could probably pull it off, like make easy content. Well, not easy content, but have like a smaller experience story with other Spider-Verse characters or, you know, you have the Wolverine game coming out, although we really don't need to have Insomniac carry them any further than they have, but have Wolverine make a, a special appearance like, hey, it's a you know $9 or $10 season add-on where Wolverine is visiting New York or some, something along those lines. Like, yeah, it's just so Kratos with hair. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. It just feels like they, they, well, like you said, they're afraid to take any chances. They, they see that SOCOM had failed in the past. Resistance... Um, is not in the conversation as much, but they they just had the Twisted Metal show, which did fairly well for them. It's so weird. Wow. Like they're they're afraid to take chances, but at the same time, like they take chances on stupid shit. Yeah, like the fucking portal. It's like I don't know. It's like weird. Like the things they do take chances on. Like Destruction All Star should have been a Twisted Metal from get go. Like just. Make it a tw- more of a twisted metal instead of whatever they came up with with Destruction All Stars, getting out of the car and whatnot. And I think they would have had a, a better game that probably would still be easy to get a match for, kind of thing, if they had gone that route. If they hadn't closed down Evolution Studios, they could have actually made Drive Club into a serious Horizon competitor. I mean, th- they have the potential to do so many things that I wouldn't say were easy wins for them, but they could coax their their fan base into this multiplayer realm that they're not uh, you know accustomed to and actually be able to grow that fan base in that regard and not have to rely on third party as much but i i, I think kind of what we're seeing here is like we're kind of going back to the roots of the, what these companies were like with microsoft we're seeing the software side of things and that's where they've always had their success and then when you look at sony they've always had their success making physical products so it's like yeah they're kind of like just hitting their own strengths of old and they can't yeah. like but like know. playstations is like by far the probably most popular physical product now like these tvs have lost so much to comparatively to like lg and and uh samsung dominate them you know in the in the tv market sony used to dominate it sony used to be like like sony was the best like there's no questions asked for tvs now that that Ever since like the new age of flat screens, TVs, yeah, flat screens, it's that that's gone. You know, what I mean, it's like Samsung and LG just took over. Um, I still like that's a Sony TV. I still think they make great TVs. I, I like their TVs and stuff, but they just they don't have the market share there anymore. You know what I mean? And part of the problem is because they're overpriced, right? Like yeah. the like a Sony like equivalent to like a good LG OLED or like a Samsung high high top tier TV. It, the Sony equivalent to that same line is always more expensive, right? Mm-hmm. They always like sell themselves as like premium and premium and premium. And that's kind of always been their like identity. And back in the day, it used to mean more because it was actually, there was a big difference. But like 
when you're priced that way and there's not a big difference or gap between your competition, the, the premium aspect kind of goes out the window and it's just your overfucking price. You know what I mean? And um, I feel like that may be like the ultimate downfall of the mentality in Sony in general, just from their the whole company aspect, the way they see themselves. Um, and that's kind of why I think they do the games and the the uh, consoles the way they do. I mean, it's the way they always talk about their pl- products, regardless of what. Remember, is even like leaked documents that had come out of before where they called like other uh, platforms inferior and stuff like that. Um, and it's like interesting um, to see that mentality come through, but it's also, I think, a detriment to their ability to do more wide ranging types of games right do more wide-ranging appeal things like they have a wide-ranging appeal to console right they've sold people on that premium and quality thing enough to mind fuck them always into thinking that that's <laughs> that's true right but the uh when it comes down to the games like is it worth owning a piece of hardware for two high quality experiences a year right or one that is and, if and your consumers don't know there's other experiences right and that's that's where that's where it's at maybe it is and, it, and a lot of people it is you know what i mean like and you got to have a console seller that's what they always call them console sellers a game to sell that console right but like for me I, we play like i play so many fucking games you know what i mean like one game is not necessarily going to do it for me sometimes it will but like it's, I, I i want the place that gives me like updates and and all these different things like all constant shit to play and and new updates and all these things and for me that's what xbox gives with game pass and that's what they give with a lot of their multiplayer games and they keep adding other studios and publishers that have this same mentality right of games that are driven by engagement not games that are driven by a premium tag you know um and uh i don't know it's interesting to look at, like, what I was saying earlier is, like, and what you kind of went to, like, with the strengths. Like, Xbox has always been, for me, like, more of a multiplayer console, right? Um, PlayStation, always been more single-player focused. But even when they were doing more multiplayer, like, in PS3 era, like, the on the whole party, like, the whole online system, the structure they had for, like, just fucking sucked ass. It was so behind the times, right? You couldn't even party chat. You couldn't do any of that stuff, right? Um, they finally added party chat in PS4 era. But like today, like, and I've played PlayStation ever since PS1. I fucking have hardly any friends on my PlayStation. I have hardly any, any friends on there. Cause I don't really play it and play multiplayer stuff on there. I play all that shit on Xbox, right? Um, PlayStation has always been the thing I go to play some single player games, right? And that's just kind of what I think maybe they're realizing, fuck, we're stuck in this mold. Like, or, or maybe we got to, Maybe they're doing what we're hoping and they pare it down and just try a couple things and realize they were going too big, you know, but when they made those decisions under Jim Ryan, I think they fucking wasted a lot of time and money and it's putting a little bit of strain on some of these developers now and uh, maybe going to see a little bit of a rough patch going, going ahead, you know, Um, there's, there's the other hope um, that there, they do have some other stuff planned that they do have some other stuff closer that they just haven't announced yet because they are waiting for the PS5 Pro announcement next year. 
<laughs> that's the thought that's been going around. We talked about that before too. Like my silver lining has always like I talked about this maybe three other times on the show. My silver lining is like maybe that's why their showcases sucked so much ass this year. Maybe that's why they do that for the PlayStation Four Pro. No, they didn't. They didn't hold stuff back for that. Like the whole PlayStation Four Pro was more so for like the whole VR experience. They improve on that versus the standard PS Four. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. Was like with the Pro, like if anything, they just like. Be like, oh, here's the game you already saw, but it's a little bit better. Like that's kind of all yeah. they did. I'm so. not. I'm not talking about holding back games. I'm talking about holding back announcements. Mm. Right. Like I don't think they purposely would have delayed games. Right. Like I don't think they would have sabotaged twenty. Yeah, but that's what that's what I mean. Like I don't like. For, let's say like I don't know when Spider Man One came out or whatever. But like if a Spider Man Four came out on the pro like or uh, on the regular like they would just like show it's like look it's a little bit better on the pro like even though it was already announced like but that's not what they did last year like 2016 was their massive showcase yeah they did it kind of early the, on but the 2016 2016 was their hopes and dreams show right and we remember that right when did the pro come out in 2018 uh 2018 20- right no, it that, was before that because it was before yeah, the series that, or the Xbox One X. It was like 20, it was either 2016. The the Xbox One X came out in 17, so the Pro came out in I think 16. Yeah, 20, I think 2016, right. they had a lot of new announcements. Right, they had a lot. They had gameplay on a lot of the games and stuff. Uh, I don't know if they revealed the Pro there or if that was later. That would have been maybe 20, the next year. I think uh, they revealed the pro, the pro on September 7th, uh, 2016 is when it was revealed because okay. they unveiled the, the slim and the pro at the same time. Yeah. So that was right after their big showcase that in, in that summer. Right. Um, cause the 2016 was that showcase that I, I remember cause yeah. we, I went back and watched it again on one of our streams and looked at so it. So then that was, means that they would have then just showed you those games again, but on the pro, like I was saying, Right. So they wouldn't be holding back announcements. Unless yeah. if they've changed. And, well, unless they do the announcements next year and then reveal the pro next year. That would have fallen in line with what they did in twenty sixteen. Yeah. But like it just feels weird, like if because let's just look at Naughty Dog for right now. They they fumbled the ball on, on factions two. So the best that we can hope for is that they're working on The Last of Us Three and the remake or a remaster of two. Um, cause they've, to my understanding, they've given up on doing uncharted. So I, I can't imagine there's a lot more games that like they, they should have already talked about like a ghost of Tsushima too. Like if anything, like a year after they did that whole, uh, director's cut type of deal, we, we should already know that there is a ghost of Tsushima too, or something along those lines. Um, I, I would hope. Well, I the mean, only we one I can think game. of that we know this going to be a big game is Ben Studios, the people that made Days Gone. They're working on a big yeah. game that they haven't said what it is. Yeah, I can't think. I'm also Corey Barlog sci-fi thing, but that's still so fucking far out. This like they're not going to talk about that. Yeah, um, unless it's to... just like a name. Okay, so at the PlayStation. I'm trying to find all the games they had at the 
they had God of War. Mm-hmm. They had Spider Man. Mm-hmm. They had Days Gone. Mm-hmm. They had Detroit Become Human. Yeah. They had Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> um, they had uh, Gran Turismo Sport. It was a VR thing. They announced the VR at this thing. Um, yeah. They had uh, The Last Guardian was there. Um, let's see. Uh, they had Resident Evil 7 for VR there. Uh, I'm trying to look at everything. Because um, I know there's more. I'm pretty sure Death Stranding was here at that show. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find the full list. I mean, if that's the case, they could do another Hopes and Dreams showcase, and like a, they could that's, use the Ben Studios game, and they could use Corey Barlog's sci-fi thing, even though it's going to be so fucking far out for that. Like they just give yeah. you a name and for it. I, I just remember like, that that show was like that was the one that everybody was like, "Holy shit!" You know what I mean? And then and that was at E three twenty sixteen. Also be there. Uh, so I mean, if they repeated history, right? Let's say if they repeated history next year, we know the pro is supposed to be a thing. Okay, so let's mm-hmm. say they have a summer show or whatever they do, and that what like maybe they what I'm hoping is that they had some things that they have been waiting to announce closer to the PS5 Pro announcement, right? Yeah, because this year sucked ass for announcements. I thought this year was going to be their hopes and dreams show, but it, it turned out it was like fucking a nightmare. You know, it was like, it was it was bad. They, all they had, I mean, they had Concord, they had Fair Games. Uh, marathon. Uh, a, a bunch of gas every, games that their yeah. their their player base did not care for. So <laughs> that's just my silver lining and hope, right? For them, we'll see. Because if they do, if they repeat the showcases like they did this year, if that takes place again in twenty twenty four, without a great lineup and roadmap of super impressive games for people to look forward to. That identity is fucked. This is also like assuming that they haven't completely fucking stepped in the studios and like just made them say, "Oh, we're doing all gas stuff," and then like turn us, "Oh, yeah. let's let's step back. We're not doing that anymore." Like if they haven't completely fucked every studio over at this point, like. <laughs> I mean, what do you, what do you think? What do you think? Like, I, I mean, we already know uh, like twenty twenty four is. Now, we don't know when the games are coming out, but we know like a roadmap for like Xbox first party, right? Like we know we yeah. got Avowed is supposed to be next year, Hellblade 2 is supposed to be next year, Flight Sim, um, Aura mm-hmm. on PC, Towerborn, right? But like, when we know some of the like, if you want to call it second party, whatever, stuff from Sony, um, Stellar Blade. Um, we just got Rise of the Ronin. Rise of the pre-order. Ronin. Um, yeah. Hellblade 2. Wait, what? I did the thing you did in fucking DMs a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Helldivers 2. Helldivers um, there'll be the show Concord. Uh, so that's their lineup right now, which, you know, it's games, right? It's It's games. But let's just be honest. Let's just just be honest here. There's no Last of Us or Charted's or, you know, Spider-Man or, like, those kind of fucking... Oh, Last of Us Remake Part 2. Yeah, Last of Us Part 2 Remastered. Well, no, I'm I'm talking it 
like about a new one you know fuck the remasters yeah. like fuck you know uh, yeah well you can have pro version of all the other stuff too and I'm, I, what i'm saying i'm not using the like i don't expect a game in those yeah. the, those games i'm expect I, what i'm saying is like a game of those caliber like a heavy hitter right they don't have any heavy hitters announced for next year right now at all The I mean, closest one was Marathon, but then that's multi-plat and it's been delayed. So I mean, Marathon. I mean, I think Rise of the Ronin is the closest to maybe being a heavy hitter, but like after the last showing, I think it's kind of the excitement's toned down a little bit for that game. Um, <laughs> it's the Hellblade two to two effect. So could they have a heavy hitter for next year? Could they? Like, what would it be? Any thoughts? Like, Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> Oh my six God. hour special. <laughs> six. <laughs> I don't think they have a heavy hitter for next year. Like at the the best that they can hope for, I think, is that they get the marketing for Grand Theft Auto Six. That's I honestly, well, I think that's, that's the best that they can hope for. That's yeah. not next year anyway. That's I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, yeah, that's right, twenty twenty. <laughs> that's twenty five. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna throw this out there. But yeah, I mean, they do have Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, Part two, but that's not, that's, yeah, not first, yeah. that's not first party. Like that's uh, that's. But you threw, but you threw in Stellar Blade in there too. But that's cool. published by Sony though now. Right, right, but yeah. But like Final Fantasy is not published by them. It's we're splitting now. I know. I, know. I yeah. What I what I'm like. It is a big one. I, can, I, I, I can, think if I were counting that, I could call it count Stalker two for Xbox. The same. Well, of course, you of know. course, absolutely, and I wouldn't have a problem with it because right. it's technically exclusive. But anyways, I'll throw this one out there. Because Fuzzy just mentioned it, and I think it's possible. It's been dead quiet, but we know they're working on it. And if they started right away, and if it's going to be a lot of reusing the assets, Ghost of Tsushima 2 could be a surprise next year. Mm. They could they Death could Stranding drop 2? that out of the blue. Death Stranding 2, potentially next year, although you would assume Kojima would have said something by now. Unless they're saving, off, unless, 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 they were saving unless they're saving, it, right? right? That's what I'm saying. That that's yeah. I mean, I could definitely see between those two, one of those two could surprise next year for sure. I mean, do you think I, I'm off base with that pong? That like they could have been holding back announcements for that? No. Like I'm not know saying 100, percent but like no. you know, it's just. I, I said that long ago. I'm I'm on board with that thought process because again, I don't look I don't look at the PS4 generation as. They're in a different spot now. They're in a different place now. So, and Jim Ryan took over. So this would be Jim Ryan's plan that's in place for how they were going to do this. So the whole marketing scheme of how they do things could be completely different this time around than what it was for the PS4 Pro. I said from the beginning, if you want to have the biggest impact with the Pro, you do exactly that. Why do you give your fans are still buying your console in droves Okay, you're still outselling the competition by major margins across most of the globe. Why give up that power that you have with marketing for your brand new console that you're going to be dropping by just simply going, oh, we need to give our fans a roadmap? No, you don't. Most of your majority, your base on PlayStation is casuals who play Call of Duty, Madden, and the occasional first party title like Spider-Man. They don't, they're not concerned about their enthusiasts. We, we already know this. They don't care what those people think. So they're going to do it their way. And if you are going to capitalize on a PS5 Pro dropping brand new hardware, taking back the power narrative, right? We assume they're going to take back the power narrative, even if it's by a small margin or a bigger margin. They're going to take that thing back. 
But if you're going to drop that new hardware and it's going to be expensive and you know that your enthusiasts are going to be the one who the ones the majority who adopt especially out the gate the pro then you're going to have to sell them hopes and dreams on that pro and what better way than having the best versions of Wolverine showing off Corey Barlog's new IP maybe one of Naughty Dogs is ready to show one of them because they got supposedly two maybe one of theirs is ready to show maybe it's the last of us three teaser for the pro and then, like Fuzzy said, you get we talked about this. If you get the marketing rights for Grand Theft Auto 6, well, hell, now you all of a sudden got the best version of Grand Theft Auto. That in itself sells your console. So I definitely think that it's possible. And again, that's why I brought up a long time ago that it makes sense in my brain, at least, that if I was sitting in that position, I would probably do the same thing. I would probably say, hold these announcements back. We'll give them hopes and dreams of 2024 along with a brand new most powerful console on the market will sell it like crazy and we're going to sell it by showing off the best versions it'll still be on the regular obviously they're still going to be on the regular ps5 but we're going to be able to show and tease the best versions of all these great games we got coming that we've been holding close to the vest this entire time um, oh so I yeah they're gonna make a haptic vest haptic vest yeah it would be awesome <laughs> go along with their vr too pinch your pinch your nipples yeah yeah but yeah, no, absolutely, man. I'm I'm 100 in agreement, man, for sure. Introducing a new feel them taking money out of your wallet. Look, it's got the it's got the nipples like Val Kilmer's Batman. Oh God, help us! Was it Val Kilmer or George Clooney? Yeah, it, it, one, it, it, each nipple is a, a PlayStation Portal. Oh my God! It has a screen on it. You can blow into it, and stuff happens. <laughs> Just sit there oh, and blow your fucking chest while you're playing games. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> Haptics for Pornhub. It has, Exclusive. It has a new lick sensor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, it definitely uh, fit in on Twitch playthroughs. I mean... I, I think the, hmm. the contortion. They just reversed that today. To they reversed it instantaneously. Oh, yeah. They realized the mistake they made real quick. <laughs> they realized this real quick what they had scene. opened up. Oh, so they had a, yeah, they had artistic twerk offs going on. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, that ended that real quick. So, uh, yeah. Well, what are we talking was, about? Artistic twerk off. Twitch, Twitch, Twitch changed the rules the other day. Yeah, they said you could have artistic nudity. They allowed our. They came out and said we're changing our policy due uh, to that one popular Twitch streamer who basically streams topless. You can't see her nipples, but she sits there and bounces her 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 boobs perfectly, so her nipples don't show. And she was getting away with it, and then they, but then they got complaints. They banned her, and then they brought her back and said, "Oh, we're changing our policy. Artistic nudity is now welcome here." Well, it turned and into everyone's like a porn started, show in less yeah. than twenty four hours. So, yeah. <laughs> So they reversed it already. Yeah, they reversed it today. Oh, yeah, they said we God. made a mistake. We made a mistake. We're going oh, back. Wow. Yes. Yes. So there was 24 hours in Twitch's history where they were basically a porn site. Gogo, because it was being posted <laughs> everywhere, sir. I I don't <laughs> swim the Twitch realm very often. Let me tell you that much. So go, let's go check uh, and see how posted. many new people a pong followed yesterday on Twitch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 
Oh, what's this? All account? the hot what's tub this? section. What's the whole account? entire hot tub section is already followed. So I just added to that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do body paint. Oh, oops. This is a hot tub stream. I'm going to sit in the hot tub with my body paint. I wonder what's going to happen. Right. E ranks. That's disgusting. Where? <laughs> it's all gone. You guys had you guys had like 24 hours to go enjoy. Now it's all gone again. So. Mm. I'm actually surprised Pornhub hasn't made its own like gaming porn site at this oh, point. Jesus. Like considering how many PS4s and fives go to Pornhub, like you would think that would be a thing by now, but Yeah, we all know how much PlayStation gamers like getting fucked, right? So yeah. 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 they showed the stats again today. So they got a whole articles on how to get around the PS5 not having a browser and still being able to get to Pornhub. Oh, did IGN write that article? No, IGN did not. There are articles out there about it. I saw that going around today because Pornhub released its its breakdown of of gamers and consoles, and PS5 and PS4 were leading the way by a large. How do you don't have to like hack it to get to the browser? Yeah, pretty much. They have so, articles. Yeah. They have articles That's on how to do it specifically browser, for Pornhub. Oh my god! What? That's hilarious. Yep. I mean, I, I really wish they would add an actual browser to the PS5 instead of that workaround, because I was really trying to play Starfield just for, you know, shits and giggles on my PS5 do, uh, through uh, cloud streaming. Like, I can get it to load the page, but once you log in, oh, something went wrong. <laughs> so they have, I, I looked at it, it's like they're using on the console an old Safari browser that's like, Three or four years old, so you don't have the same stuff you need for uh, for Game Pass streaming to work. Weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I wonder. It's it's funny too. Like on Xbox, you can literally do like GeForce Now and shit. Like if you want to, like they, they ain't blocking yeah. it. They're like, hey, cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so strange, <laughs> man. Um, but we'll see. I mean, you know, I I think the um. This generation's really shown like Xbox's dedication to those updates and standing behind their games, right? And all of that kind of stuff. And you know, and you've had investment in small games that became big. Uh you had uh slow starts on big games that had bounce backs and you had you had all, all these different things and you know, but like I I think I think honestly do think like the studios like like a Undead Labs, like the city and team that works on grounded like like 343 um rare all all these things deserve like a little bit more credit than they get when we see that how hard it is like naughty dog who people say is one of the best studios out there right and i i agree i like uncharted is one of my favorite franchises like forgot how to make a multiplayer game and they can't do it now like it's gonna be too much work like it and I remember playing it in PS3, like they did multiplayer modes on Uncharted, you know, Last of Us. So like they had they they all had that. Because it has to be grand now, Mav. It has to be big. It can't be some small thing. Yeah. It's gotta be too just, big to fail now. Like just fucking make it and grow it from there, man. It's just like yeah. like I look at grounded as a perfect example. You know, like if it's not a banger when it comes out, then we're a shit company. Well, I don't think they got the stomach for bad reviews. I don't think they got the stomach for negative criticism. I don't think they got the stomach for the investment of turning something around or continuing to invest when it's not given the return. 
right? Nope. So, you know, maybe they're just going to revert. I think it's their fan base because, like, people still aren't playing the co-op of Returnal. People still aren't playing the, the Returnal has co-op? Or... Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't find anybody there. on my friends list to do it. Like, I'm on, like, the third or fourth board. Like, I, nobody's playing Returnal co-op. Like, the uh, Ghost of Tsushima, like, the raids and stuff. I, I did it for, like, the first couple of months where I could find people for the raid and for, like, the, the PvP and stuff. I mean, you can still find people to do it, but it's like, I hate uh, playing with randoms because nobody uses a headset. Like, all of this technology, nobody on PlayStation seems to use a headset. Like, screw it. I don't know. It's it's a different ballpark over there altogether. Yeah. Well, interesting. Um, 2026. Yep. New Xbox. Yep. <laughs> I thought they're, they're supposed to go out of business in 2027. So it's, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, they got to get rid of all that extra plastic. It's um, going to be a great one-year run. Yeah. It's probably the best go history. all in for one fucking year. <laughs> Xbox is like, hey, you know what? We've been working, so we've bought... ABK, all this stuff, $70 billion, you know, we get um, Bethesda Cinemax, you know, another 7.5, you know, whatever, whatever it was, I don't remember. Uh, all these other studios, you know, they've been working on these games all these years, we've been updating all these games all these years, you know. We'll Round. give you one more year. We're going to get a new, brand new console. <laughs> They're going to buy up all the technology so PlayStation can't make a new console. Everything's going to drop in 2027, 20, <laughs> and that's it. Like, and then at the end of 2027, <laughs> shut the service. <laughs> Dreamcast Part Two. And that's where we're going to be at. No, they're, they're going to do a post on Xbox's uh, Twitter account and be like, uh, "Fantastic!" Like, yeah. sorry, we didn't make enough money. See ya. Happens. Shit happens. Shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say it, fuzzy. No. Shit happens. We so, tried. Yeah, we tried something new. Tr- shit happens. So uh, <laughs> Grub has added a little bit of fire to this with some spe- with some speculation that he believes 2026 could be the time for the next Xbox originally 2028 was in those leaked documents and what the kind of plans were. And, you know, Phil all had been talking about longer generation, this generation and stuff like that. Um, and you know, the leaked documents showed like a potential discless Xbox coming out next year and stuff. And now we heard that maybe that's potentially canceled from the AMD, uh, uh, data miner or whatever thinking that 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 may not be their plans now or whatever and they may have um next gen sooner than that uh sooner than 2028 um and a lot of people are on this 2026 train right now we talked about it last night pong um but more has come out since then from other people kind of piggybacking on this um and i think which is very different than when we first had these discussions early on Community seems a little bit more open to this now about not running all the way to 2028. Wonder why? Uh, what, why do you think that is? <laughs> because of the performance of some of these games. Yeah. Because people are realizing limitations. Again, we've talked about it. Optimization is still on the devs, but we've seen way too many, too much proof that these devs are not going to spend the time to optimize every game for every single piece of hardware. So you're going to wind up with less than performance in a lot of instances and a lot of problems. And and some of these engines like Unreal Engine 5 is showing that it can push these consoles to their max 
and beyond and the consoles now have big time limitations so i think that the community yeah. itself as more and more people are looking at it are like shit either i gotta go start thinking about high-end pc and really considering kind of moving in that direction or we probably need a new console before 2028 as you talked about last night mav when you think about the years next year you know all of 2024 all of 2025 all of 2026 all of 2027 and then all probably of not almost all of 2028 yeah. before we get another console five more years yes most generations we've seen the devs get better with the dev tools and all that kind of stuff by the end of the generation we've talked about that too i'm sure we're going to have some great experiences still on the series x and series s by 2028 no matter what you know happens in between but at the same time, that that five years, especially if a pro does come out from Sony, it could get ugly, man. It could get ugly by 2028, uh, 2027, 2028. So I think some people are just waking up to the reality that maybe we do need to have a shorter cycle this time around. Or and maybe in general, we need to go to a sh shorter cycle. I think people are starting to really start to get the idea of what started talking about early on. I was always down with mid-gen refresh or more incremental yeah, upgrades or consoles coming out sooner than later and all this kind of stuff uh, about the new era of gaming and what it really means. It's not like the old days, you know, and when a new console comes out, like Xbox did this generation, everything comes along for the ride, right? Everything that you bought this gen, everything there comes along for the ride. And we already saw that, like they said last time, we're going to continue to support this generation for a few years or whatever. Yeah, they did that, and they and you know you still get actually games come out that are announced Xbox One and stuff like that from a lot of third parties and stuff. Yep. Um, and a lot of those games have great performance and are fucking amazing on Series X, right? But it's these it's these other ones that are really pushing all the fucking boundaries that you see the limitations on, and it's like, okay, well, I put myself in a situation, uh, and I and I put myself in the year twenty twenty seven. That's four years from now. I'm going to the store. You know, mm -hmm. say it's October 2027, getting ready for the big holiday games, right? Let's say there's a new fucking, let's say Fables coming out then, or whatever. I, I don't know. Yeah, hopefully not. They hopefully uh, sooner. Three bit really did yeah. some damage. Holy <laughs> shit! Hopefully, let's do that. I'm just trying to think of a game. Elder Scrolls Six. Okay, I'll just use yeah. Elder Scrolls Six. Okay. There you go. There you go. That's All right. Let's game. say Elder Scrolls Six coming out 2027. I'm in a like I I, I want to you know my Xbox died or whatever. You know I got to get it. I got to get something to play it on or whatever. I'm a console gamer. Go to the store. 2027. Would I rather in 2027 buy an Xbox that has more up-to-date power mm -hmm. for that year or something that had the power of something that was made in 2020? Right. Personally, I'd rather buy the new shit. And mm -hmm. it, like, if I was a customer this year, next year, the year after that, every fucking year, I would rather have the new shit. I honestly, if it would only cost me $100 upgrade, I would trade in my fucking Xbox every single year for an upgrade on it. I'm just saying, personally, that's just me, right? That's, that, that's what I was just about to say, man. Let's say, let's say, just take something current, right? You and I have seen personally the difference in Starfield between the Series X, which is still great, right? And our PCs, yeah. right? If there was an Xbox that could play it at our PC level right now, would you might have invested in a new Xbox at this point? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I would buy if if one came out today, I would buy it. Like I would go trade it in my Series X right. or sell it off, and I would go buy a new one. And because I know that Xbox is going to update their games to take advantage of the hardware, because they've proven that right. already. They've done that, right? 
So why wouldn't like me personally, as an enthusiast into gaming that plays a fucking lot ton of games, like want the best performance possible? Like it just, especially when you're not leaving anything behind and you know it's going to be supported in the future. It, like and 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 if that's you're like okay, I already have Xbox. I don't want to upgrade. I don't want to do it. That's cool too. You can still play your Series X, still play your Series S or whatever you got, and it's still going to be supported for a few years until they eventually make the cutoff. And it's like. That's just the world we live in now, I think. And I, I personally even think, like, I, I would have been more okay. Like, I, I wanted them to do a mid refresh, like 2024, because we got a lot of awesome games coming, man. A lot of fucking awesome games coming. And just selfishly, I want the best performance and best graphics possible in every fucking thing I play, right? Um, but, you know, it seems like that's not going to happen for Xbox, probably. It seems like the 2026 thing might be more likely, whereas when PlayStation's getting that... Um, but for me, it's like, why not? You know, like I, I, I don't have a problem. Like I get a new fucking phone every two years, you know, and those things like cost way more than a console that, and I would much rather enjoy the games on my console, you know, like it's just, it's just a different men- mentality, a different way. Like the, the forward compatibility, it's not just backwards, so- it's forwards. A few things. If Microsoft does do this, then if they do start the next gen in 26, mm-hmm. this is officially them saying we don't give a fuck about the PlayStation like console war anymore. Um, right. Because if you look at their current roadmap um, that we had in the leaks, it's supposed to be Zen 6 and Navi 5, and that stuff isn't even supposed to come out till 26. Right. And you don't get the new technology in the new consoles the same year. You're going to be like a year or two behind. So either that shit's going to be like two thousand dollars, <laughs> or <laughs> like uh, it's just you're getting something that's not like true next gen. You're getting something that like would be compared to your PC now, right? But like a forty ninety, like I was listening to C Money show earlier, and they, like a forty a forty ninety, or maybe this was on Rand and Jez's, like. A 4090 is like the same architecture as like a, a 1080, right? Mm. I mean, like at, at the end of the day, like is it, the difference between a 4090 and a, and a 1080, like the same games run on them, right? You not? I mean, yes, but you don't get all the features, right? That's what I'm saying, though. Like, like even like Alan Wake Two, for example, this is it was can, the first game that like. Can you run ditched. Alan Wake Two on a on a tenth and a tenth one thousand series? Because you don't have mesh shaders, so but, it's kind of weird. But like, what, what I'm getting at is, I'm not I'm not saying that. Okay, yeah, the old you can play on old hardware. I'm saying is like you upgraded your PC to take advantage of the new of the new shit, right? Like, why why should consoles be why why can't consoles be the same? Whereas like every few years you get a new console instead of a new graphics card. Like, and then eventually old games won't be able to run on a certain level of hardware. Like that's the way that it works with phones. Like okay, so let's say every three or four years there's a new console that came out. Well, eventually there'll be a cutoff date where they're not going to like support games that were on a fucking twelve year old piece of hardware, but they'll still support certain levels. Like, that's how PCs kind of work, right? Like, x86 <laughs> architecture, you know what I'm saying? Like, so if you next year you buy a 5090, 
yeah, it's going to run better than your 4090, which ran better than the 3090, which ran better than the 29 or 2080 or whatever in the 1080. Like, they're uh, people are upgrading their PCs like every two years. A lot of people and they're paying like a thousand fucking dollars for a graphics card, right? So like, if every three or four years I upgraded my Xbox, it costs way less to upgrade that than buying one of those fucking brand new graphics cards. But like, I'm getting better performance. And then let's say every eight years they have a cutoff where those old hardwares aren't supported anymore. Like I'm personally, that that's kind of the world that I think we're going to be living in. Yeah. Like, but then at that point you just buy a B a badass PC and you wouldn't have to fucking worry about it for like fucking six yeah, years. But, like I always want to play on a console too. Like I'm saying, yeah, PCs exist, but I think consoles have been becoming more like PCs. I mean, your whole you library. Know, you you go fucking buy a PC every two years, though. It's like that's but, the but thing. I, I don't. I we talked about this the other. Like, I don't want to sit here all the fucking time and play games. I want to be in the media room or in the fucking living room or in my bedroom. I get but, that, but if if you do consoles like every two fucking years, the price is going to skyrocket. Like they won't do that. Not unless no. they go to the cell phone model. Then you're not getting upgrades. Unless they I do mean, a trade in. Yeah, no, no. They'll never do that. I yeah, just think I, five years cutting down to five, six years I versus think, an eight I think four. Year gen. I think four would be good. Four would eventually be good. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah, Fart. But I, I, I think if they do that, as crazy as it sounds, even though they're the market leader at selling hardware, I think that would kill Sony faster. Like I can't see them constantly having that R and D budget to do that. Like they are typically the six to eight year range where there's a mid-gen refresh, which, well, they only did the mid-gen refresh this past generation, but it's it it was it wasn't that big of a leap in comparison. So if you if you go to that four year model where you are getting somewhat of a leap, I mean, at that point, then the new standard needs to be 32 uh, gigs for memory in a console, which that would be amazing and. I can't imagine how expensive that would be. I mean, next gen, um, I could see it. It's probably gonna be thirty-two for next gen. Yeah, but, but like it—it's something that could work. But I think, in the grand scheme of things, the idea of a five hundred dollar console would go away. Like it, you would have to wait a year to get a five hundred dollar console. I think that yeah. would eventually, unless there's subsidies, which you know Microsoft could afford to do. I think you're talking about a 600 plus dollar console at a minimum. Yeah. Um, we might which, already see that anyway, though. Like, I think the pro yeah. is going to be that much from PlayStation. Yeah, I, I mean, I, and I think I'm not talking about like honestly, like I I'm saying, uh, me personally, I would be okay every mm-hmm. two years if it existed. Yeah, but like realistically, I understand. Like I'm looking more like at a potential like a four year thing that I mm-hmm. personally think would be potentially the future of what we see i'm not saying it's happening now i the 2026 see, it, obviously even, it seems like the answer, even four but. years like it doesn't really make financial sense for these companies because they're going to have to like keep getting this like new technology and it's just going to be so fucking expensive for them to do that it just doesn't make sense unless they figure out a way to go modular right yeah i don't know no i think the big thing would be they would have to go arm they would have to ditch um, that AMD was one of the rumors, right? Yeah, and that's going to have a whole, like another fucking whole... nightmare bucket list of shits to fucking deal yeah. with. Right? So it, 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 if a new Xbox came out next year, mm-hmm. that would play your games, all the ones that are stuck at thirty now, or like 
next year, let's say a new Xbox came out and it was like five fifty or six hundred dollars, right? And it, it played your games better, it had better visuals and fidelity because ray tracing updates, and it had uh, better graphics, and it had all these different things. Would you trade in your Xbox to buy it? I'd trade in one of them at least. Like my, uh, I got two Series Xs, so I would trade in the other Series X. Hopefully, get three hundred for it and put that towards the new one, um, and then probably keep the other one for downstairs type of thing. So, I, but if I only had the one, and then I have to, because you usually would with uh, EB or not EB, but like GameStop. You'd have to trade in the one before you could pre-order the other one, or put the money towards it. So it's like I, I, I might wait until like that Black Friday to see if there's like fifty dollars off or something right. like that. If I only had the one, but I would I would eventually do the upgrade. But it, it the the PC I have right now is kind of like it gets me to where the visuals are where I want them, but then I know probably two years from now, I'm probably going to step up to a 5090 from my 3080 or, or a 5080 or whatever that would be at that point. But we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But I, I think if one came out this year or next year or something like that, or basically next year, I would trade in one of the series X's and, and, you know, pay the difference and yeah, enjoy those 60 frames. <laughs> right. Would you Jasper? I, I mean, I fucking probably would, but like, <laughs> <laughs> see, why? Why? Why would you though? I mean, because I'm an Xbox fanboy. You, be- like, you got to get it, the new because good the ga- Xbox <laughs> because the games play better on it, right? But would the games be better? I just I don't know. It's like just a fucking bad slope to go down. Uh, would you get one, Pong? Mm, I'd have to consider it. I mean, again, with my budget, I, I have to look at it. I have to see what trade-ins yeah. we're going for and that kind of stuff. But if I could pull it off. At this point, but let's say yeah, out of I mean, pocket, it, it may cost you like 150 yeah, bucks. I, 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 I'd figure out a way to do it I, again. If they were giving me what I wanted out of it, if it was like Starfield at 60 and it looked like you know the PC, yeah, of course I would. Yeah. I, that, you know, apps again, I'd still play the majority of Starfield on, on the Series X at 30 frames, but if I had that option to get a console like that yeah of course i would absolutely because like and, you, and Mav, think I about like, all the other games I, that are I coming like out the, yeah going, yes. Go going back to like the generation like side yeah. of thing where we're just talking about like generation starting 26 or whatever like at a certain point like it's just going to end up being like the switch where like yeah. xbox is always going to be underpowered from the playstation because the playstation will actually still keep doing generations they'll be overpowered for a time and yeah. then they'll be underpowered for a time right we'll get into that if if playstation doesn't change how they do it but maybe I, i'm looking at this from the standpoint that right now everything's kind of up in the air for xbox because xbox has already shown time and time again that they're not interested in that console war anymore right? yeah that, from that's sales what it comes down to is if right. xbox is even wanting to compete in right. that the, the Xbox they're doing their own thing which the yeah. ecosystem exists <laughs> right and like they're right the enthusiasts are the ones yes. that are buying the xboxes correct correct absolutely so my point being is honestly if they if that is the reigning mentality internally right and they're not really looking at sony at that way anymore that console market in that way anymore then they're free to do whatever the hell they want to and they could totally break ranks and start trailblazing in a whole new direction 
that we're not even thinking of, or like Fuzzy brought up and like some of the rumors were possibly switching suddenly to arm and, and potentially mixing in cloud and all they could come out with a whole new device and they don't have to hold to the standards that's we we've gotten. And used to, if, if, if they keep that. getting acquisitions, yeah. it doesn't yes. fucking matter. It doesn't matter who makes games for it. Cause you're going to make your own fucking games. So thank you. That's what I said last night. They control their own destiny. Now, Jasper, again, everything has changed from 2020 when they launched and when they were talking about this and a lot of the early Phil interviews about how this generation was going to go again, it was all prior to COVID, you know, really destroying their whole roadmap and all that kind of stuff. But they didn't know back then that they were going to acquire ABK. That would have been a dream. Had you had you walked up to Phil in 2020 and said, by the way, Phil, a couple years from now, a couple, two, three years from now, you're going to be in the midst of buying ABK. He would have been like, shut up. <laughs> like that's not, that's not <laughs> happening. So now the fact is they got 35 plus studios. They're growing out all these studios. They control their destiny. They're this close to having that moat that we talked about, that booty talked about in the interviews, one or two more big acquisitions, right? Amongst a little, a couple, some other ones, they legit can make any game that they possibly want. They will have so much first party content out there that they will make their own whole entire lineups like they yes they will still have third parties obviously they're still going to cut deals but like jasper was just saying if they decide to go in a whole new direction or they decide to break rank with everybody else and kind of do their own thing they're going to be fine they're, they can build whatever they need and they can go buy the rest or go make deals with people to do the rest so yeah i think that's a, that's why this is an interesting concept or a fascinating concept at this point is that if internally they've made that choice now with abk with where they're going with what they see happening they're going to fight the mobile war next they're just like screw it we're going to do our own thing we're going to go out here 2026 we're going to do something new maybe that's why they made the change right now this year and put Sarah Bond in charge of hardware and kind of aligned everything like they talked about. Remember, Map? They wanted everything aligned so that everybody was on the same page throughout Microsoft, not just Xbox, but they put a bunch of the Windows stuff underneath there as well. Why did they do that? Because they said they wanted everything aligned for the future. Maybe that's because they've got bigger plans or different, really yeah. kind of different plans than we, the, we originally thought. The only negative I can see in that is like, yeah. you're going to have to get like EA and like... Rockstar, yeah. like those big games, you're gonna yeah. have to you're gonna have to put out the money to get that shit to come yep. over. There's gonna be certain yep. games that you have to put out, like because like if you do this, like where we decide to make a generation every four fucking years at Xbox or whatever, like yeah. you're gonna no, have. So I don't even third, think you could use the term generation anymore. Mm. You know, like you're like, gonna have just, third parties that don't day one drop your their game correct. on that system. It's correct. gonna come like a year or two later because it's just gonna be so like can fluster is like well i guess we're making six different xbox versions so yeah you get this one this year i mean i mean okay <laughs> I so look at it like a i like a tablets right there's like a new gen like we're already in fucking gen like 13 or some shit i don't fucking know but like, that's because fucking ipods and iphones and that shit hasn't changed in fucking 10 years but they, but they keep getting more. <laughs> if you get one today versus one that's four years old like it's way better you know what i mean but like, yeah, if you get one you compared to one a year ago, then it's not that much better. You know what I mean? It's just like incremental upgrades, and I don't ever want them to start doing yearly. I would probably actually upgrade it every year, even the, because I just play that many fucking games, right? But like, if like every four years, I think you can have a good enough upgrade to like justify having uh, a new SKU, right? And like, 
every six years for sure. Like every eight years for me is a fucking like lifetime. Like eight years when when people kept talking about that, oh, this is gonna be like a eight year, uh, ten year gener like uh, cycle, and we and we also don't need mid gen refreshes. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't want to live in that world. Like, I, I don't want to be playing on my fucking 2020 Xbox and like 2028. Like, I want the new shit. I want better performance. I want better games because I'm thinking about what the technology is going to be in 2027, 2028, and how old that shit's going to feel then. Like, that's just the reality of the situation. Like, man, the Xbox One it launched a little underpowered, but man, by by fucking 2020 when the series x and s came out if you had an original xbox one that those things but, ran like but we we also come back to the same fucking on the we games, also come back bro. to the same argument where if devs <laughs> take time to fucking optimize and use the fucking tools it doesn't matter yeah but that's never that's the we're we're past that point like that's just not the world <laughs> we live in like are we going to expect all of a sudden all these thousands and thousands and thousands of developers and publishers just to all of a sudden start doing better no they're probably gonna actually do fucking worse to tell you the truth and that's just the way the way it is because these companies keep getting bigger uh and all that stuff what is what is that oh okay thanks baby um <laughs> okay um anyway <laughs> yeah, it was uh what's in the box <laughs> um but yeah like i i i honestly think like the more yeah, they're they're do like a game on a Series X plays better than a Series S. A game on a Series S plays better than an Xbox One. A Series X plays way better than an Xbox One. And also, like both the both of them both outperform at, at one X. Whenever they come out with new hardware, it's just better. I, I keep you know? seeing people like, in the chat say it's like it's closer to a PC, but like at the same time, like with Xbox and stuff, they lock it down with so many requirements that. It's at the same time, it's not like a PC, whereas PC's open with it. Like, you can put a game out of it, it's fucking broken, it's broken. Whereas Xbox, you have to meet certain qualifications. Yeah. And that's that's where the tricky Yeah. Than even Sony does. That's why we see some patches come later to Xbox because of their certification process. That's one of the things that they did change for Final Fantasy 14 to finally come over because of that system. Um, so you're right. You're right, Jasper. They do have a lot of differences in there. But it, I, no, I'm just right saying back. that. Right back, right? I, I'm just, yeah, okay. go ahead. I'm I'm just saying that I think that we may have to have another mind shift here. We've seen Xbox really trailblaze now in so many different areas and do surprising things that a lot of people didn't think that they ever would do at this point. So I think that maybe the game has entirely changed. Like I said, because of what now has happened, because of ABK especially coming into the fold, that maybe that really has done a big shift because again they are looking to mobile next year mobile is going to be the big push they're going to you know get that store up and running they're going to go fight google and they're going to go fight apple and they're going to go do this war over there and i just think overall the mentality might be completely different and i understand i see some people in the chat saying you know all different scenarios that they want the devs to use the power of the consoles we all agree with that but like mav just said it's just not happening the devs realistically yeah. aren't using all the power and i see other people saying you know obviously that um they would become more like nintendo at that point and that's kind of my idea like they they really at this point 
can go carve their own pond like and they can go live in a whole separate world from you know sony's kind of floundering right now using you know the old model and trying to bring some of this you know some of the new stuff in they can go create their own pond right now because of how many studios they have and how many more they're going to acquire because again they're not done again i think we're going to get some announcements next year and I just so, I just find it interesting due to the yeah. the leak that we had with the specs that they were kind of looking for. Like, sure, they would have to throw that roadmap out the window right. at this point. Like, yes, yes. and start over. Yep. And they were I supposed say to already start over though, because like normally when when they make a piece, like when they made the Xbox One X, the same time they were making the Xbox One X, they were probably already doing the ground. Well, that's for that's what I was saying. X. Like this with the leak, we know that the decision. For whatever the new hardware was going to be, had to be made like a few months ago or whatever when the leak came out. So yeah. they, if if they're going to switch to something that's not Zen Six and Navi Five, and maybe Zen Five and Navi Four, they would have had to have changed that entire fucking roadmap. Yeah, and, and I mean they got. I mean they're obviously if they're going to stick with AMD, that partnership is stronger than ever, right? They've got a great partnership. They could have been talking with AMD this whole entire time, and maybe they've got AMD locked down into place with something in the works already, right, Jasper? That maybe they don't wait for that, like you said, but they've got AMD, you know, pushing things in a certain direction for them to do, you know, the console version of whatever they got coming down the road in the future because they've developed that relationship with AMD for a reason. I just, I understand the trepidation. Uh, again, gamers are, we don't like change. We've seen a lot of change recently, and it really, it's hard to sometimes wrap our heads around or try to get a grasp of. And we all, a lot of us older gamers, especially, um, but even some of the younger generations, some of you guys, you just remember the old days and how things were done and how we saw things go and devs really pushed themselves and they you know did all these tip you know these tricks and learned the hardware inside and out because they were forced to if they want to put their games on these systems it's just like now it's just like that just doesn't happen that way anymore you know yeah we have devs that put extra work in and get their games running better and better on certain consoles or certain setups we've seen that time and time again but there's other devs that just don't ever do that and we get these games that just run like shit and you know I just think that, again, I, I just really think that Microsoft is in a position, Xbox is in the position now to kind of do really their own thing in all different directions. And and maybe that's exactly what happened here. I, I'm fascinated by it. The, the, the fact that this has picked up steam, that the fact that we've got other people out here like Grubb saying that potentially he's heard some of this same stuff. We did have Phil come out, like Mav said, and say that that leaked roadmap was not the roadmap currently and that they when they were ready they would come talk about what they got going on but that was old information if that's all the case then yeah maybe they threw that out the window uh as soon as they started the abk acquisition and started looking towards the future and said we're going to do something different here i don't know i i'm just i'm just it, it's it's going to be really cool this generation is going to change things in a lot of different ways i can't wait to see it have you back I got a controversial yeah. question yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, folks. Do you guys think we see physical media for the next console? Oh boy! If it's twenty six, yes. One more, one more gen of some physical. Yeah, one more. I, I think they got it. If you're going to continue with backwards compatibility, fuzz, unless you come up a way to transfer your 
yeah, it's going to have to be something. It's going to have to still be available because what are you going to tell the people that have physical media? Unless you come up with some way to give them credit and get them all digital versions of their entire library going forward, you're going to have maybe, to have something. Maybe you do it country-based. Like maybe some like the poor countries where the Xbox is already so expensive. Like maybe you cut out the disk drive there just to save a little money, bring down the price there. And then slowly over time... You can roll that into like America, where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, or like Fuzzy yeah, said, the external think... disc drive, like Sony, just have yeah. something attachment wise. Yeah, I think it'll yeah. be like that. Yeah, that'd be easier. <laughs> I, I think it winds up being the external as well, because I, I I'm surprised that like a mid gen refresh of like a PS5 Pro isn't digital yeah. only. Like, right. I I considering how well the S is doing and that being digital only. And they did that experiment with the the Xbox One uh, S, you know, uh, digital before. I, th- I think it's time to say bye bye to physical media and just have it where okay, you have your library of games for your 360 and your Xbox One, and even some for the series console or for the your Series X. Go ahead and get this, you know, forty to seventy dollar accessory. Put the disc in, gives you the key. It's locked. You can go ahead and sell the game, but be be warned, when that person goes to do it, they may pull your license or something along those lines kind of thing. But uh, I, I, I think if that occurs, then that's pretty much the end of GameStop. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo <sighs> will be there for them. <laughs> and, and the regulators better start, again, for all, if the regulators around the world are for the consumer, as they claim they are, then they better get their act together and they better put some protections in place. If we are at that point, they are so far behind in consumer protection on digital goods because we just had an example today. You know, Ubisoft announced that Crew Motor Fest is shutting down and people, there's no offline mode. They better, better start looking at the, and they better put in regulation that says if you're going to sell all digital media that it requires an online connection to play, or to work that if somebody buys that, that you have a, you know, backdoor ready that if you shut down, you have an offline mode for that game or that service or that product. Because again, that's bullshit, man. And that's, that's, you know, that's the dystopian future that everybody who doesn't like digital, all digital future uh, talks about. And we've seen this in other areas too, you know, Amazon pulling music or Spotify pulling music or you're not, I shouldn't use Spotify because it's rental. Uh, yeah. PlayStation Discovery. playing movies. Yeah. Yeah. Because discovery, because their license ran out. If you buy something, you should own that forever, even if it's digital. And that's, that's where I start to, if we're going to go down that road and I understand it's coming, don't get me wrong. It's, it's going to happen. We need more protections for the consumers. I would say that it wouldn't be like they would never get a forever deal out of that. It'd be like you have to support it for ten years or some bullshit like that. Like because like you even own, like you own it, bro. I mean, like you can even think of it about as like as a car. Like a car's not going to last you forever. It's eventually going to break down and you that, won't be able to fix it. Like, but that's but that's different than what we're talking about when we're buying something entertainment wise. If I take care of my Blu-rays and my DVDs, they last forever. My I got VCR tapes from 40 years ago that still play. Well, they have a yeah. lifetime. DVDs, like, they get holes right. in them and it will expire. Like, Right, eventually, correct. But if yeah. you take care of them, they don't. Like, they don't disintegrate. It, it should just be know. a matter of 
you have to do before you pull the plug, you have to do an yeah. offline mode. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. I, I, there has to be something that would give you an offline mode where you can see. Uh, this it. is stuff that I think they're all trying to think about servers. with, with not this, servers. You know. I'm not saying you got to keep multiplayer going forever. You just have to have an offline no. mode that I can still play my game. Yeah. Look at uh, Forza Horizon 2, uh, for example. That one used to be an online game uh, at launch. And then when they, before they delisted it, they started cutting stuff back as far as like they didn't do seasons like they do now. But once they, um, it was delisted, it's like, okay, you can drive in the game. You'll have the AI controlled drive avatars. It's not going to be pulling the data from, yeah. you know, the servers. No more car meets, no more online multiplayer, but you you still have full access to the cars and map. And the only thing that you wouldn't have access to would be any DLC that you didn't already purchase if you didn't purchase before the delisting aspect. I don't know why the crew couldn't do that. Just offline AI cars and then just let people play the game offline. I don't know. I mean, it's yeah, a, I, something they're going to have to figure out. I mean, like I think that if anybody's probably looking into the try and figure out the right way to do things for the future in that model would be Microsoft, right? Because they have been more of a digital focused. Uh, they do talk about game preservation and all that kind of stuff as well. You know, they've done the back compatibility programs and all this stuff. And, and like, I've been talking about this for a long time. It's like, I've been using the word forward compatibility, right? Like, because in a digital era. Well, I mean, you could, different. you could look at PC for that. Um, PC has been doing this for years. So like you're able to host your own servers on pretty much any game you want. If like, you know how to do it. Like, Mm-hmm. They just have to give that option on console, which they probably wouldn't do because that's going to require backend access that they probably don't want. Yeah, or <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, back in the day, we used to make like Halo online when it wasn't online. You know, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, um, but you know, forward compatibility is like a th- a thing that I think that you know, like if you buy music right digitally matter what fucking phone you have or device you know what i mean it should you should be able to play that right if you buy a movie digitally right you should be able to play it and you should be able to have it with you forever <laughs> right <laughs> who just fucked that up playstation right who just showed that there's a flaw in that system playstation right like but you should be able Schreier to try on that whole whole deal. Oh my like, God. You know? I, I know some stuff on that and it's like, yeah, the the license expired, but it's because somebody didn't want to pay the same fee. They they were offered an extension for the same rate for the same amount of time and they're like, No, we're good. Yeah. Like if I buy a movie well, on like the Xbox store, you know, I, I can play it wherever I fucking want to. You know what I mean? Like I, I hook it up to the movies anywhere thing, you know, I can play it on any 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 device I own anywhere, and you know I, I have di- movies that I used to put in codes for where they put the digital copy in the physical box. You know, put in those codes and stuff. Like I got shit tons of those things. You know, and my expectation should be that those will always exist, right? That should be the expectation from everybody when they buy something, some kind of digital entity like that the rights to it to play the music to watch the movie or to play the game right that that will always and should always be accessible because we don't won't and will not have the that option that physical 
option, right? And it's responsibility for them to figure this shit out. And it, maybe it's regulators also part, partly responsibility to kind of put certain regulations in place That's and all of this kind about. of stuff. But like at the end of the day, who's doing it best right now and who has been doing it best is, is Xbox. PlayStation showed you can't be fucking trusted with that. Uh, taking away movies and all this shit that people own, right? Like you, you got to figure that out. Forward, forward compatibility is super important for these companies to think about with the digital age now that we're living in. 90% of the games people are buying are digital. The expectation should be that not only do those games uh, work 10 years from now, but they're also updated with new hardware that we buy. Right? When we buy new hardware, the expectation should be that those games take advantage of it. Right? And that's really what the future that I, I want to see. And Microsoft has done that. They've proven that this generation so far that that's their plan. And we get back into the thing with the whole every four years, whatever, like it's a lot less of a hurdle. If you think about if that's the way it works, like, you know, like at, at I the mean, end of the day, you're always just going to get upgrades and updates on your content and you're going to get uh, at your, a certain point. Library. Also, though, like you can even look at PC for this, like a game from like, a PC game from like 1992, it could have like trouble running on a fucking modern day system just because there's so many incompatibilities with old architecture. So eventually, right. even with consoles, you're going to get to that point where like a 360 game, 15 more years down the line, it may not work right just due that's to architecture emulation changes over time. In, right? That's, that's where 100. Yeah. yeah, and that's where consoles actually have a little bit of an advantage. Mm. I, I feel like like there's so much more configurations for PCs and stuff, but like. You know, emulating like consoles, right, and certain generations and stuff would be the less of a task than as, like, as long as they're not cell processors like the PS3. Yeah, and what I mean <laughs> is no PS3. What I mean is in in terms of in being emulated, right, is the is the advantage mm-hmm. there. You know what I mean? Like, um, and I I feel like that's something else Xbox did when Xbox One era they went they emulated the 360 era, right? Like. I, this is like super important. I, I feel like, and um, and that's a key part to this whole puzzle, right? Of this generations and and what does all that mean? Um, and you know, we've talked about this for a few years on this channel. Like, I think I honestly think that's like the the future and the way things are going. And you know, eventually, those things will be apps way down the line, and you won't necessarily have dedicated hardware except for the extreme enthusiast, and may be really expensive. Right, because you want all the bells and whistles. It's like PCs for your TVs or or whatever. Who 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 knows, right? But that's kind of where I think eventually things go because the people that are willing to spend the most money will. I think this will make devices for them. Right? I don't want to buy a fifteen hundred dollar Xbox. <laughs> no, it'll, it'll be uh, it'll be your you, Windows phone, you, your new you Windows phone that's a PC console. But like they'll probably have. I honestly think. Like if I was if, if, if Xboxes ever go above a thousand dollars, I'm never buying a fucking Xbox again. <laughs> I think I think a lot of people have a hard time thinking about the potential rea- world we would live in in that time when that would exist, right? Mm. Like, yeah, a PC would be so be small, more powerful, and it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> but what what I'm saying is like you wouldn't necessarily need that. You know what I mean? You would be able to just play on your like device without even necessarily having any native hardware. Right. So like the people that it would yeah. be for would be a lot less. 
right? It would be for a much smaller market of the Uber enthusiast, right? But those Uber enthusiasts are heavy spenders, right? So at the end of the day, yeah, that's maybe who they would make that for. And then maybe they have a more casual option as well, you know? Um, but like at the end of the day, I, in the, and I'm talking about like... Tw- yeah, I know, no, like, but future, this is like, this is like getting to the point where it's like, I would really like a fucking Ferrari, but I can't afford that, so I guess I'm just gonna get a piece of shit fucking Camry. Like, <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I'm at the point where they don't necessarily matter as much anymore. You know what I mean? Like, we're, I mean, we're already kind of getting there. Like, how many people are pl- using like GeForce now, and I like, can't tell yeah. the difference, right? And this is like I can tell the difference, right? Yes, right now, right <laughs> now, right now, Jasper. Wait, this is twenty. This shit just started coming out a couple of years ago. Like we I'll are, always be able to tell the difference. You think so? Like yeah. maybe so, maybe maybe so, right? Um, you may be always able to tell the difference, but look at like a game from fifteen years ago to today on native hardware, and the fact that you don't have to like have a cartridge with the chip on it anymore. It's pretty much just software running on the hardware that you have in front of you and the hardware is getting smaller. The, the die sizes are getting smaller. So there'll, there'll be a point where like our cell phones now are more powerful than the computers that we probably our very first computer kind of thing at this point. So there'll be something that's like cell phone size, or maybe it'll be like that pin that that AI company has. And it's like, Oh, you just have like this little, little, little cube. It'll be the Xbox cube. That's, the size of an ice cube that you know is more powerful than the series x times two kind of thing so we'll see yeah cloud ga- cloud development cloud gaming could change everything too if they if they perfect it and technology catches up and people can get good internet connections cloud gaming might erase all that potential again that you never you won't need hardware outside of a box that or a chip that brings that cloud gaming experience right to whatever you're playing. Again, it, we could have bigger games than we can have now because the cloud is basically limitless as far as development size goes. So that's, I think, really what Xbox is looking at too. And Microsoft is looking at down the road, obviously. I, I think that that's, you know, how far away we are, we'll find out. But I think that eventual, eventual, eventuality that uh, you're talking about there, Fuzz, definitely is is in the works somewhere for sure. Yeah. We'll all see how it all plays out. It'll be interesting, you know. It's gonna be fun. I think yeah. about the future of gaming and technology, but like, so uh, let's record the date twelve sixteen twenty three. We'll meet back in twenty years, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, this will be like a little time capsule thing, or uh, yeah. uh, but like, you know, twenty twenty six too early for an Xbox. Oh no, not for me. I, I fucking I I want it now, you know. Personal. As long as they do it right, that's all I care about. Yeah. As long as they do something right and it comes out and it's great, hell yeah, let's go. Let's let's yeah. let's kick let's kick the generations to the curb and do our own thing. Uh, that, that's fine with me. I'm mm-hmm. cool with it. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it, man. Fucking just keep giving me great games of great quality. That's all I want. Um. Anyway, uh, man, it's a fun show, guys. Uh, that's all we got. We're just a simple two topic show today. A uh, shitting on PlayStation for factions. Uh, praising the <laughs> Xbox first party uh, games as a service, and then talking next next gen Xbox. When's when's it going? But like, kind of went speculating far beyond that. Um, you know, twenty twenty six. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm all in, baby. Let, let's go. I hope they're I hope they're right. I don't want to wait five years from upgrade. Twenty twenty six, twenty thirty six, twenty forty six. Who knows? 
Can I, can I just throw this out there, Mav? If anybody in the chat right now, anybody listening to this uh, relatively soon here, if you haven't already picked up the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, please go buy it for $6 right now and throw it in your $6? library. $6? Yeah. $5.99, wow. bro. For the entire Legendary Collection. Please go grab it. You, <laughs> know, what, I, you know what I almost stupid. bought yesterday? What? What? On Switch? Red Faction Guerrilla Remastered oh, Edition. On I've got Switch. it. I've got I've it. I've got, got that on Switch. I got it for I mean, like two ninety nine or some yeah, shit. Yeah, like, it was two dollars yeah. ninety nine cents. Is it any good on there? Because I was thinking about. Uh, I mean, it's because I was, it's, didn't know if it's maybe old enough that it looked kind of okay. You know what I mean? Like two ninety. I played it for like ten minutes because I got it for two ninety nine, but it's still Red Faction on the Switch, so it's like yeah. right. Okay. It's great on Xbox. It's fantastic. Yeah, on Xbox. it's two ninety nine on the Switch. That's, that's crazy, bro. Um, Five ninety nine for legendary. Yeah, it's like, nuts, bro. Like some of the best gaming in history now in its best form for six dollars. Well, three. If you games, have Game Pass, you already have those too, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah. eventually, yeah, it'll 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 eventually drop out or whatever, like they do with a lot of their games. I I, I would yeah. imagine. But for six dollars, yeah. throw it in your library so you got. What we were just talking about, maybe EA play doesn't exist or they, you know, finally the contract runs out with Xbox and it's no longer available, right? You might as well freaking grab it for $6 and throw it in the library, man. Three games for three easy payments of $2. In, in yeah. <laughs> of course the contract ends by 2027. They're out of the business, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. They might be completely out of business. Yeah. Dakato, I picked up the dead space too. Uh, I, even though that's in game, I picked up the deluxe edition for $8 or whatever it was, $9, whatever it was the other day as well. So Immortals of Avium, I got that deal too. I told you all about. And then they took it away because it was a mistake. Yeah, I think it's like half <laughs> off now or some shit. Yeah, it's like thirty one ninety nine now. Yeah. Instead of that, I picked it up that night. Oh, so happy, so happy. <laughs> um, yeah, Kate's saying don't encourage me. I I want to buy all that shit, and it's like I, I I never play any of it. You know, when I buy those cheap games that are great deals, but I do even if it's for an hour. I, I, I know, playing, but I love it. I, I uh, in my library. I'm trying to. Build the only reason I do it on Switch is because, like, you have to buy like sixty dollar cards, and you have to buy like another ten dollar one to cover the fucking tax. So you end up with like seven extra dollars. It's like, well, fuck. What am I going to spend this on? Oh, there's a two ninety nine game. Fuck it, I'll buy that. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I need to get this holiday season is a deal on some fucking storage expansion for my Xboxes, bro. Yeah. I am like the games are like I got like five games on a Series X now, and it's like. A, I, I like am having to pick and choose between fucking like the games I w- play frequently to uninstall, and I hate doing like I can't I can't keep doing that like storage expansion. Fuck, man! I hope that's the other thing. In five years with only still one terabyte internal, like <laughs> I can't do that, bro. Like, uh, give us give us some better storage options, please, sooner than later. Yeah, um, that's the big thing is storage. You're yeah, right. it does need to fix, but let us know. Hopefully, hopefully they go the M.2 route, like a PlayStation. I mean, I like the hot swappable aspect of yeah. these cards, but I can put a I mean, two terabyte that's, in that's for essentially like what's in the, the hot card. They just make it a stupid prior, like the connector thing that way. I don't know. Yeah. I'm really looking at premium controllers as my next big buy. I really yeah. am. That Turtle Beach Stealth is getting rave reviews yeah. from everybody. I really want to see Xbox's Elite 3 and see what they do with it. Um, I'm kind of waiting on that. I'm hoping that they're going to announce something soon on that. 
and see what it looks like. But that Turtle Beach has got me interested, man, from what people are yeah. saying about it, especially with the uh, Hal sticks in it and all that good stuff. Um, Is it wireless? Sticks, I should say. Yeah, it's wireless. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, they opened up their license now. So um, we're getting a couple of them. We're getting a modular uh, that modular controller too is coming for Xbox Wireless as well. That one that uh, was already on PlayStation, where you could take everything yeah. off and you could readjust all the sticks, and everything. that's coming too for Xbox. But uh, this Turtle Beach one really has got my got my eyes open. Yeah, so. has Turtle Beach yeah. improved their quality? Supposedly, with this thing they have, everybody's saying it's high quality. It's got the hall sticks in it, which is what I really care about. Yeah. Again, not getting that stick drift will be freaking yeah. amazing <laughs> so yeah. I, i'm out of replacement controllers so i'm down on my last one out of fucking like nine <laughs> yeah I, I want one oh. too man but like i want it for like the feel of it more than yes. anything else you know what i mean but like that's the hard part you can't really go yeah, anywhere but, to check them out prior to it kind of sucks yeah because i just I, also don't gonna, know long-term wear of it either i'm right? not going to use like the trigger locks and all that shit really probably but i like i like the hefty good quality feel of like a good premium controller you know um but i don't want to spend 200 and it crap out six months later correct that's why oh yeah, like you mean like every elite controller ever made right yeah right. Drop it. just don't drop it or use it or look at it too hard yeah yeah, no. yeah dakato that's the rumor that the elite three will have the hall sticks in it as well that's why i'm kind of sitting on this kind of thinking mm-hmm. about it because i do want to see what they come out with um, but yeah, if it's got hall sticks, I'll definitely be interested. But man, that Turtle Beach looks good. It's got the RGB. It's got the it's got the screen on it. I know that's stupid, but thirty plus hours battery life, and you get you get your messages from your phone on it. That's kind of dope. Oh, really? Like, like yeah. Oh, well, that's yeah. pretty cool. It's got an app. It's got an app. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. My controller's got an app, bro. My controller will have <laughs> spam. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've been trying to. Reach I, you I'm checking my emails on my controller. Phone. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, fuck! I don't want my work messages coming through my controller. No, constantly. no, I'm never oh, fucking God. get that because he's just gonna be constantly reading fucking Twitter notifications while we're playing games. He already does that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? He'll be AFK all the time, just looking at his controller screen. Oh God! Well, at least you can't answer the messages off that thing. What if I? What if I did like actually hit a button and do like a three way call, like? Include y'all in the call on accident, like you're just all the fucking time. You take a business call, like, <laughs> you take a business call, <laughs> and your your first words are like "fuck," stop teabagging me, or some <laughs> shit like that, or like "bab, get with it, you son of a bitch, what the fuck are you doing?" Uh, or yeah. it's after midnight and steals in one of his moods. Oh yeah. God, and he's like, and it steals is like, are we naked yet? You know, are we naked? <laughs> Everybody's naked. Let's go. <laughs> oh man. Oh shit! Ah uh, shit! All right, shit, shit, we dragged shit. this on enough. Yeah, all right. Let's, go. let's get everybody out of here. Fuzzy Belvedere, where can everybody find you, sir? Uh, just thank you for having me on. Always awesome to be on on here with you guys. Thanks everybody in the chat for checking us out. Hit that like button if you haven't already. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Um, for those that want to hear my rambles and rants on anything gaming related, just follow me on the app formerly known as Twitter at Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, check out the shop podcast on PTK Blam's channel tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with me, Pong, and PTK Blam. And then uh, you can find me on FSP Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Look forward to seeing you guys there. Thanks again. Buzz, appreciate you. And what about you, Jasper? 
Yo, 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 check it out, Lord Jasper, Twitter, Lord Master Jasper, YouTube, all that fun stuff, Monday, Tuesday, and Friday, right here, 10 o'clock, Fun Speculation Network with FSP, Fun Pop, and Xbox Ultimate, uh, that's where I am, that's what I do, check it out, and have fun. Right on, Broski, and the one and only Pong Soul. Mm, what a fun night, brothers, really good conversations here, and we went in a lot of directions, obviously, we don't normally talk that much PlayStation, but, you know, I kind of think it was kind of warranted, so, uh, definitely, yeah, fuck uh, this week. Best. <laughs> <laughs> and again we come from different perspectives it yeah. isn't just shredding them it is actually trying to figure out what the hell's going on and why it's happening so great discussions chat you guys absolutely freaking amazing as always thank you for joining us nothing but love and respect uh for each and every single one of you your support for the shows here and living split screen and the shop podcast a lot of familiar faces you guys have just been absolutely outstanding uh this year gotta thank you for that it's really really incredible stuff so uh appreciate that um otherwise you guys know the drill as far as following me x formerly known as twitter i'm there as pong soul obviously the same on xbox and of course you guys know what's happening tomorrow morning it is going to be a special living split screen tomorrow morning 10 a.m eastern nine o'clock central time my brother from no steel rain and i We'll be live, but we are giving away a Series S tomorrow. So that's right. A brand new Series S is going out tomorrow to somebody who follows me, follows Steel, follows Living Split Screen on Twitter, subs to Living Split Screen, and shows up live in the chat tomorrow. That's the rules. You can go find one of my posts. You can go find one of Steel's posts. If you need all of that information, um, but, uh, we are going to be live. We're going to be giving away the series S you already know what you're going to get from us. You had a short show last week because I had the Christmas party. I think tomorrow is going to be a normal show show. So three plus hours tomorrow, get there early, buckle up, get ready. Don't know when Steel's planning on giving it away, but you got to be live to win it. So, uh, just come on by and join us. Enjoy the conversation. We get the chat involved. It's always a fun time there. And then, of course, tomorrow night, I will also be back for the shop podcast. Had to take off last week due to the Christmas party, but I will be back this week. It's PTK Blam's channel. Blam is there. He's the host, one of the greatest hosts in the business. And, of course, Fuzzy's going to be there. I'm going to be there. I don't know if we got guests or not this week, Fuzzy, but you got to join it because it's the best way to end your Saturday night. 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 o'clock Central Time. Be there for the shop podcast next week it starts all over again double barrel gaming is the channel mr boom six the man on tuesdays 12 p.m eastern 11 o'clock central time because it's all good things green on the xbox factor podcast and it got just a little bit sweeter because the announcement went out this week that my brother from another steel rain is joining that panel full time so tuesdays already special but man steel being there is going to be cool to watch him do his thing on that show and then thursday Mav and I are, are scheduled to have another PM in the PM. It's uh, close to the holidays, but we should have a scheduled PM in the PM next Thursday, 7 PM Eastern, 6 o'clock Central Time. Be there for that right here on this channel. Otherwise, it's Golden Age of Gaming, people. Get out there. Have a great weekend. Play what you love. Love what you play. And I'll talk to you all real, real soon tomorrow morning. See you all there. Thanks, Mav, Pong. Get us out of here. Before we, got, before we get out of here, uh, choo-choo, motherfucker. Uh, Dakota, oh, the Dakota, listen up, chat. Dakota could not let the show go by. Last night was freaking insanity. But Dakota yeah. just said, you know what? Listen, you guys put on a good show here on Xbox Ultimate. I'm not going to let you walk out of here. 
without getting bombed, man. We're not going to let the hype train just roll at Mach 1 like it always does. I'm going to beef it up a little bit. I'm going to buy five people five tickets to this ride. That's right. Dakato comes on in, does a nice easy five for a layup for everybody. That's right. The five bomb from Dakato. Choo-choo, motherfuckers. Have a great night. (laughs) Thanks, Dakato. I super appreciate you. Everybody in the chat, appreciate you. If y'all like the content here, hit the like button, share it out, sub the channel, notification bell, all that kind of cool stuff. Uh, stay tuned on schedule for what's going on with holiday schedules for the shows. I got to talk to everybody and figure out what's uh, what all the plans are going to be. But I'll let y'all know on Twitter, and I'll try to do a community post here on YouTube as well. If you listen on audio, appreciate you all as well. Uh, be kind and leave a review if you like the content. And I hope you have an awesome night. Peace out, everybody. Later. Bye.